listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all because everybody lied to y'all. Do you believe it? Recognize them false achievements. It's a treason and I'm Tylenol. I knock out when you knock it off. Hey, welcome to the Black Altis Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a special Sunday morning edition of the Black Guy Who Tells Podcast. We are. It's like the uh, sunshine after the rain, Karen. <laughs> yes, it is. The rain of bitchness. But <laughs> let's not concentrate on yesterday. Let's move towards the future. Um, today's uh, podcast uh, you, is you should have recognized the voice that you heard a long time ago. It's been a while since we had her on the show, mm-hmm. but she's been on the show several times. Uh, yes, we, we're going to Shadow Dog Productions, and we recorded with this lady. Uh, she's also been on one time with uh, Donovan, aka uh, Manja Butter, aka Nimbus Josh. Yeah, uh, they like husband and wife of cakes. Yeah, we need to. Get, <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to get him back too. We gotta get both of y'all back at the same time. But um. Yeah, it, it, it's Joanna Moffitt. Uh, say what's up to everybody, Joanna. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, good. We're doing great. Um, yeah. Been so long since we talked to you, man. I have, we have so much catching up to do. I have to find out, like, what have you been up to, uh, in the past, like, year or so? I think it's been almost a year since we talked to you. Yeah, it has been. Um, well, I moved to Chicago and, uh, I love it. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Now, what prompted the move to Chicago? 
Um, well, uh, I was trying to decide if I wanted to move to Chicago or New York. And I thought Chicago was uh, more economically acceptable for me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and also, you know, I think if I moved to New York, that I probably would just stay there for the rest of my life. Mm. And I kind of wanted to experience something different before I did that. So you moved with the plan of not being there as long. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you moved in, in your mind, you were like, yeah, I don't want to be here, uh, but temporarily. It's not that I couldn't stay here for the rest of my life, but it wasn't the plan. It's not the, my plan. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if I, I love the city, so I want to stay here at least a few more years. Um, but if I, if I find something that uh, prompts me to move, I don't see why I wouldn't. <laughs> so, so what is the plan? Cause women be planning, women be planning. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, With though, without you, sir. Well, the plan is to do as many shows and concerts as I can until, uh, I don't know, until my career gets to where I want it to be. All right. Now, at what point do you decide, fuck this? Like, do you have a part of the plan where you like, if it's not cut out by this point, I'm walking away from it? Or like, is there any? No, 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 no. Okay. No, because, um, wow. How do I say this? Like, there's some performers who, uh, you know, they live and die for performing and I appreciate that, but that's not me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy, you know, to do sort of like mid level stuff. If, if, if that's all that comes along. Um, but, uh, as long as I have a decent paycheck and I'm performing, then I know that I'll be happy. But if I'm not performing, I'm really unhappy. So I have to, I have to do it. It's not like, it's not like something that I'm going to give up if it doesn't work out because it's going to work out. (laughs) Now, so do you, uh, like subsidize your living with like a full time employment doing something else and then you're also, uh, Uh acting and stuff or is it like you're full time acting and, and that's how you get paid at this point? Um, well, I'd like to get to that point, but right now I'm, I work as a host, floor manager, bartender, and server at this awesome restaurant in Rogers Park. And, uh, it's my full-time job. And I'm also in a musical and I'm also doing concerts. So it's, yeah, it's a busy life, but I couldn't live a different way, you know? Like yeah, I'm really happy. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely understand, man. It's like that with the podcast for us. Like, uh, it takes up so much time that uh, I'm not sure. You know, it, it does, but it never really feels like work. Like that's the stuff I want to do. So it's yes, like sir. you spend 40 hours in the office, and um, you know that sucks and all. But at the same time, um, if I spend 40 hours doing podcasting throughout the week, I don't feel like. Or or stuff to help promote the podcast, all that stuff. I don't feel like, oh my god, oh, 40 hours of podcast. I'm so fucking tired. I can't believe I did that. You know. Mm-mm. When I walk away from rehearsal, I might be a little tired, but I always feel so good afterwards. Like I feel refreshed. You know, like my artistic personality is 
ready to do something new and exciting. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes, definitely. it does. Yeah. Um, now, also, uh, is there a point where uh, if you're not, you know, let's say you, you've decided like, OK, look, I'm tired of doing these plays and stuff. Um, I think I'm, I need to strike out and do something else. Is there a point where you would move to LA and do pornography? Because I feel like that should always be on ah! the back burner of every young actress trying to come up, man. It's like, at some point you got to pull that trigger. <laughs> well, darling Rod and Karen, <laughs> as much as you would love to see me having sex with people, I'm sure <laughs> that that's never going to happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, you can dream. Plus, I mean, it would make work. it would make this show get like uh, people would go back and download like thirty thousand more downloads and shit. Like, hey, <laughs> they, they was talking to her before she pulled the trigger. That's what we need is a guest to do something crazy after they've been on the show. So they'd be like, wow, they they were the first ones to know. Well, what about Dexter? You should talk to Dexter about that. Uh, De- you know, I, I do. Uh, it's like gambling. You know, I put a lot of money in that pot. I feel like something's gonna happen with Dexter too. He'll probably do something crazy. Uh, but you know, we try to spread it around. I, I got a few favorites that I'm like, yeah, we need to go ahead and get some, um, you know, get some more people that's going crazy. So, um, now also, uh, also, I think the last time you're on the show, um, uh, Donovan kept asking you about your romantic situation. If you had a man and all this stuff, um, and I feel like I've seen you tweet a while back about maybe having a, a dude or somebody you're romantically involved with. Are you romantically involved right now, Joanna? <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. Um, no, I'm not. Okay. I was at the time of our last podcast, and I'm not now. Okay, okay. So, um, is it is complicated if it was if you had to pick a Facebook status? Is it just <laughs> ah! is it no? It's complicated. Um, or no, I'm single. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Just checking because you know uh, it's like when you ask somebody uh, that question if the an- like if it takes them a second to answer, I'm always like mm, something happened because you were like oh well no nah, um mm, okay. it's, it's no I you know it, it's a it's a long story but like. I didn't, I don't want to, if he listens to this, I don't want to. Oh, he might listen? Of course. Oh, wow. Oh, well, you say, of course. I don't know uh, that uh, people, you know, um, no one's checking for our show. I don't know if you've heard. No one's checking for the Blackout Tips. I'm shocked. (laughs) Uh, What are you talking about? (laughs) So that would be pretty uh, interesting, man. So is there anything you want to say subliminally about him or you want to sprinkle some stuff in throughout the stories or if you tell me what, uh, um, it, it, whose fault is it that y'all broke up? Put it that it's way. Not anyone's fault except for distance. Okay, all right, cool. Just type it in the chat and uh, oh, okay, yeah, I, I see. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, like, like it's her fault. <laughs> I blame her. <laughs> so, um, you also, in in addition to uh, all this other stuff, you also have a blog. Uh, Joanna Moffitt, summer08.blogspot.com. And, uh, I remember that you were still updating it, like, last time we talked, and I was like, I, I like that you stuck with summer08, like, even though it's like 2013. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know how to change that. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a really easy and simple way to do it, and after we do the podcast, that like 10 people are gonna contact me and tell me how to change my address, but, I don't know. That's <laughs> we have some helpful people. So, oh yeah, longest summer ever. That's all. Just, 
just like to live like it's the summer man so what kind of stuff do you talk about on your on your blog um a lot of different things but mostly my experiences performing um or listening to music that i really like um anything that inspires me uh i have uh, been working on this <laughs> on this uh, post to put up that i haven't put up yet of course um but that was my resolution you know my new year's resolution is to blog more okay so um i'm gonna try to you know actually do that um, <laughs> Now I'm coming. I'm coming up with something where I'm going to start my New Year's resolutions in Black History Month. That way, uh, ah! no one can be mad at me because everybody's always like, "Oh, people are always trying to lose weight to get another year. Why are you going to try to pick that day? What's so special about the beginning of another year? You're a sheep. You just like everybody else. You're going to fail. I hope you gain weight and die. It's like you know, people like, in your life are so mean. <laughs> People in general, man. On my Twitter timeline, I just look sometimes. It's like everybody hating on like people who have New Year's resolutions. Like, why does it matter if you lose weight if it's January or you want to detox your body? Why don't you start waiting till uh, your birthday or some special day to you? It's like, God damn, man. People trying to make changes and y'all hating. So, um, yeah, I, I just uh, I think I'm going to wait till Black History Month. That way nobody can say nothing. And then I'm going to say it's Black History resolutions that you know so uh they know i like that yeah i like that a lot that's my new shit man so uh you're you're gonna start blogging more and you're gonna blog about the things that inspire you and the things that i guess go going on in your career do you ever have you ever considered blogging about like the restaurant and customers and shit like that i've thought about it a lot (laughs) but (laughs) the problem is um you know I I really I don't know I really don't want to put negative stuff out there about um, people who come into my restaurant <laughs> because because I don't want to like I don't want to deter them from returning. <laughs> let, let me tell you about human nature. <laughs> that yes, is amazing. I didn't say say negative. You could have been like, oh yeah, I could blog about you know some of our meals. Some of the great customers who come in. I was famous people. I might see someone famous in there. I like that I knew and everyone listening knew that that meant blogging about people who ain't shit because that is human nature. And especially in the restaurant industry, you're going to deal with a lot more fucked up stuff, uh, and remember it than all the good stuff. Um, now I guess, uh, you said you. Yeah, it, it, that's how it feels. And, uh, now, you said you were um, managing there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just got a promotion, which is pretty cool. Um, they, It's actually really awesome. <laughs> um, they they promoted me to floor manager. Um, I There's sort of like a transition going on right now, mm-hmm. so I'm not entirely sure what all of that encompasses. Mm-hmm. But essentially... Um, it's to promote better communication between, you know, the customers and our staff um, so that, you know, if, if there's extra stuff that the customers need, you know, when it's really busy and stuff, I can take care of that. You know, I can, like, grab an extra glass of water or, you know, make sure that the customers are enjoying themselves because I'm pretty good at, you know, chatting with people and stuff and getting to know them and, and I think that that's really where the the game is, you know, getting return customers, getting people who come back and enjoy coming to our restaurant, and that's what 
is what I really want to promote so that we can build our business and become an important restaurant in Chicago. Well, okay, that's that's all good and gravy, and that's nice. But I want to talk about these people that that fuck up because that's <laughs> that's normally what I have to deal with uh, when I was a waiter. Um, so as a manager, that's a bit of a different um, issue. Like, yes, it is. Do they ever come and get you when things are fucked up? Um, I haven't had that experience yet, but I did have a guy last night who wanted to fill out an application. Um. So that's pretty much all the managerial stuff I've had to do so far. Okay. Now, um, the- oh, no, I forgot. My first night as a manager, I guess, was New Year's Eve, but it was so busy that, like, everything was kind of crazy, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, there was a customer who essentially yelled at me because he um, <laughs> because he had to wait 15 minutes for his drink, but it was because there was a line of, like, 30 people. Oh my God. <laughs> not understanding at all. Yeah. <laughs> like 15 minutes for 30 people. I think that's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, like that's he, really good. <laughs> but he was like, oh, the service here is terrible. And blah, blah, like all this. He was just like yelling at me. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, um, you know, I, let me know if there's anything I can do. And he's like, well, I just want to make sure that, you know, you know what's happening. And I was like, okay. And then that was it. <laughs> that, you know what? That's one of the things that I hated about um, that, like being a waiter and in the service industry, is that I physically could whoop so many of those people's asses. Like, not even a question. You know what I mean? Like, literally, if I was not wearing an apron and a silly shirt and a hat, uh, I, 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 they would not be saying those things to me, you know, and that's kind of funny when people yell at you and shit like that. Cause you know, I'm always like, what the fuck's going on in this dude's life? Um, I remember my first time being a waiter, uh, it was at IHOP and, um, I was like, I just finished being trained. So I had my own section of like maybe four tables and we got hella fucking busy. So all of a sudden I'm waiting for tables. I'm in the weeds. I'm, you know, I'm frustrated cause I'm still learning, but you know, I'm trying to be overly polite and all this stuff. So I get one table and, um, and by the way, you can always tell the trouble tables in um, any IHOP or place like that. Uh, it's always the people that order steaks, for the record, if anybody wants to know. Um, I worked at Applebee's. I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and, and you know what? You kind of have to tell them. out there, but like, I want it well done. Well, look, it's going to take 20 minutes. Like, you have to right. tell them that shit up front because you want a piece, a, a piece of meat cook to it. it tastes like fucking rubber that takes a while right in a, yeah, it, anyone who orders a steak well done shouldn't go to a restaurant that's true no. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and it's like in the back there's a kitchen where they're like literally making eggs and you want a fucking steak like right it's a little bit weird um so you know i this this table I, they get sat i come over and he does that thing where he orders for the woman too which uh-huh. I, I fucking hate as a dude. I'm just like, really, motherfucker, you Thanks, can't. Gross. <laughs> right. It's so like, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I'll have uh, the the steak and I want it uh, medium well and I want this and I, I want that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's a, 
eight in the morning but you want to stay that's cool and then he's like and the little lady will be having and i, and I did that thing where I, I just looked at her and was like and man what will you be having and he like cut me off like what the fuck you looking at her for like i'll be ordering that and like the little lady will be having a chicken fried steak or some bullshit and i uh, put her shit in and um i kind of gave it a look like you can be free girl you don't have to put it <laughs> this run all right you can do better and um <laughs> I go to the kitchen and put in the order and shit, you know, keep in mind I'm still kind of new. And I put in all the orders for the other tables and shit. And I go and I get people's food. And, you know, people are calling me over like, hey, can let me ask you this. Or can, can I do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me check on this, you know. Like I was always pretty much honest with customers uh, yeah. when I was starting out because I didn't want to lie to them and then get caught in a lie like a lot of waiters do. It was like, yeah. it was like, oh yeah, sure, mad. sure we can do that. It won't cost you anything extra. And then they come back later, like it was two dollars, you know. So, right. I um, I so you know, I'm trying to be helpful. And then finally, like I'm helping another table, and the guy goes, hey, hey, and I turn around, like uh, I'll be right with you, sir. He's like, oh, you need help me now or some shit. And I was like, uh, you know, help. I finished taking the order for that table I was at because I was just like, you know, okay, this is crazy. I'm only like 16, 17. So I walk over there yeah. and I'm like, uh, yeah, what, you know, what's going on, man? Is everything okay? And he just starts berating me, talking about my food's been up. I know that's my food in the window. It's been up for, uh, and he's lying. It's been up there for 10 minutes. And I'm like, it might have been up there for two minutes, maybe, max. Yeah. And, and one thing I've worked at IHOP too. One thing I fucking hate about restaurants to do this. Don't put the food in areas where customers can see it because everything that yeah. fucking hits that window, they assume that it's theirs. Right. It's 50 people in here. Everybody ordered the steak special today <laughs> with the scrambled eggs because it's five ninety nine. You the 50th person, so motherfucker, you got to wait, but they don't understand that. They see food and they're hungry and they, everybody assumes it's yeah. their food. Yeah, and I basically had to act like... You know, like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, you're at work, you're 17, you're getting yelled at by a grown-ass man. Um, and I go get his, the food off the window or whatever, and, and it is his food. But like I said, it's probably been sitting there for like two minutes, and he said 10. And he's like, I want to talk to a manager. And, like, the manager comes over, and um, I don't know if this is in the training. I don't know if they're going to have uh, Joanna doing this shit now, but immediately sells me out. I mean, like always, like I hate oh, that no. shit because I go up to the manager and it's like, this is what happened. What happened? What, I'm about to go over here. What happened, Rod? Look, this man's food came up. It sat there maybe two minutes. I went and go grab the food and bring it to him. He said it's been there 10 minutes. He yelled at me, berated me, yeah. cussed, cussed at me in front of all these customers. And they're like, okay, I'll go talk to him. They go over there and they're like, I'm sorry. He's a fucking idiot and an asshole. We'll just comp this meal and I'm sorry. to any I'm like, what? Like, like we were just fucking talking. You yeah. just had my back. Like when we were talking, it was like, I'm going to go over there and set him straight, give him a piece of my mind. And can't come up in IHOP trying to steal our food. And they always do this. They're probably going to put a hair in there or something. And I'm like, yeah. And they get over there and it's like, uh, I'm sorry, Rod is a retard, and he just started working <laughs> two days ago. We just let him work here because, you know, he's special, and it's part of a program. Ah! So, uh, well, we'll just I, cop that. That's something that I really appreciate about the management at my business because they are really good about being like, no, that customer is being like is, is bullshitting right now. You know, we didn't do anything wrong, so just, like, Say you're sorry and don't worry, you know. Mm. Like, and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I you always know? wondered if that was in the training, like, like literally, like, look, you're a manager. We just want the customer's experience to go smooth. If they act out, 
then just go there and give them some free shit and walk away. No, no. Wow. If it, they're like, if it's our mistake, you know, yeah, let's comp them. But if it's the, if it's, you know, a problem of just being busy or whatever, they're trying to get free shit and that's not okay. Like, mm. no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> you know who was, who, at, at IHOP anyway, though, who was the worst for this shit was women who ordered French crepes. Really? So, they are the worst because literally, ah. our, like, they will look at it. And if you look at a, a French, at a it crepe. It doesn't look appetizing at all. It, well, what it looks like, if you look at a crepe, uh, it looks like something that's filled with sour cream. I mean, not, like, maybe like some sweet yeah. uh, mm-hmm. whipped cream or sour cream type, you mm-hmm. know, thing. But if you actually get it, it's like cream cheese or some shit mm-hmm. in a in a little flat looking French pancake looking thing wrapped around it. It's really fucking tart and nasty. And then they, yes, they do, is. they do this thing where they put a little bit of fruit on top, but like, trust me, it's not covering up the tartness of that cheese. <laughs> so, and w- women, women would always be like, Oh, you know what? Uh, that looks pretty light. I'll get the French crepe. And then I'll be like, well, ma'am, um, I'm, it's actually not sweet. Uh, it just looks that way. Um, you can try this thing if uh, you like it. No, no, no. I'll go to French crepe. I've, <laughs> I've had crepes before. I know. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. You say you know. And then um, I put that order in, and without fucking fail, it will go to like, oh, uh, can I get more fruit? And I'm like, mm, okay, I'll bring you some more, more fruit for it. Okay, uh, can I get some syrup? Okay, now here's some syrup. Uh, do y'all have any sugar in here? It's like, just admit, it's not sweet and you fucked up. <laughs> like, just admit, you shouldn't have ordered that shit, man. So There's um, nothing worse to me than the customer who demands that they know better than the waiter or the server that is taking care of them, you know? Like, right. I work here. I eat this food every day. I drink these drinks. Like, I know what they are. Right. <laughs> like, like, if this ever happens to you, you have to, like, if you ever ordered in a restaurant and a waiter kind of tries to nudge you towards another choice, take their fucking <laughs> word. They're only trying to help you out, dog. Yeah, because it's probably not what you want. Right. Because <laughs> they know the menu better than you know the menu. They know what's been returned. Yes. What, you know yes. what what people have walked out in a huff about, man. You gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta fucking trust them, man. When they tell you some shit like, yeah, man, um, I wouldn't, wouldn't get the chicken fried steak. It's like, well, <laughs> well, well, fuck you. I'm the customer. It's like, all right, motherfucker, eat your nasty, dry ass chicken fried steak. And then be like, oh, the chicken fried steak here is terrible. It's like, right. <laughs> Like, I tried I can't, to tell you. I can't legally say that, but I can tell <laughs> warn you not to do that shit. So, well, it's, it's funny for me right now because my weakness uh, as a server, I think, is whiskey, and mm. I've been trying to learn more about whiskey and scotch, and because we have a lot at my bar, and uh, it's just it was really frustrating for me yesterday because um, one of our customers asked if we had a certain kind of honey whiskey. And I was like, um, I'm not sure because we have, seriously, we have like a wall of whiskey Mm. (laughs) and I'm like, um, but let me, let me check. And I'm like looking and I, and I don't see that one, but I see a different one. And he's like, Oh, can I try it? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what about, you know, what do you know about it? And I was like, I don't know anything. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now, is this mostly white people that attend this, uh, the, this bar or whatever? It depends. Mm. It's really like, uh, so 
Uh, we have a huge venue in the back. Well, huge. We have a small venue that is really well uh, set up for its size. Um, it's like a 300-person venue in the back. And we do a lot of different shows. And depending on the show, um, the like demographics of the crowd will change. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we went somewhere last night, and I was thinking that same thing. We'll probably talk about that in a second. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, but, yeah, it was making me wonder, though, because um, white people are so, like, they love their alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it's to a level where they will li- like it's like alcohol jeopardy or like some type of trivia contest when they order because it's like i need to know everything about their order and shit too you know it's yeah. like oh well did you get do y'all have such and such beers like uh you, i don't i don't never heard of that one uh <laughs> let me check the book and see if uh we have any of those what was that called and it's always like some weird ass like german name or some shit and like strassenbosser it was made uh, <laughs> It was made by the people that killed Hitler, and then they they took his uh they they, they, they took his farm that he used to own, and they uh Tell put all know. these German uh these different uh oats and, and shit on it, and then they turned that shit into a beer factory. And like, okay, I'm getting a history lesson. I just is it good? What you know? How do you spell it? Ah! Like that's all I've. These are the basic things I need to know to yeah, serve you. They talking about the wheats and how it's <laughs> right. brewed. Is it lighter? I don't know. Damn it. Yeah, same thing with the whiskey and the hardcore alcohol and shit, man. Like, you know, I like I remember we went out for work one day, and, and one of my bosses was like, "Yeah, let me get a such and such oh uh oh seven or some shit." I was like, "So you ordering whiskey by the year now? Like, oh, that's new. <laughs> that's a thing. I didn't even know. Like, yeah. I just thought you ordered with like I would like such yeah. and such. Every um different companies have different." like releases and so they'll have like one that they've aged for 10 years or 11 12 you know 15 20 years whatever and the longer it's been aged the usually the higher the alcohol concept the higher the price the better the taste etc 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 see how much i Um, know but you know (laughs) when you see i already know all this crap but i can't i'm like still hitting walls (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you just said when you said Strassenbosser, it's like it made me think. Um, you said Low Street, like that's literally like what you said in German. Oh, really? <laughs> so, that's what that means? Yeah. Low Streets. <laughs> oh, okay. It was really funny to me. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching a little bit in Glorious Bastards, so maybe I pick something up. I don't know. <laughs> Strassenbosser. Um. All right, man. So, uh, I guess. Uh. What now? What else uh, is going on, man? Do you are you um you, you say you're acting, you say you're in, you know you're you're uh you're performing. Like, what are you performing in? Like, what 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 exactly? Uh, what parts are you playing? Um, one of the other reasons why I really love uh, main stage is that that's where I work. Is that they um, have given me the opportunity to do a concert recently and it went over so well that they've hired me to do a continuous gig starting mm. in February. I'm going to be doing a Wednesday night gig there like every Wednesday. So I'm really excited about that. Um, now what, what exactly will you be doing? Like what does your gig entail? Is it like, uh, you sh- like whatever they want you to do for the next however long you just, you show up and you do that part or is it like one thing where it's like, we're going to put a, this play and then you're going to play this part or you're going to sing this song or how, how's that go? 
Well, it, it's going to be me and a pianist. So a concert, um, you know, it's going to be in the pub. So it'll be like people will be eating and drinking and stuff. And I'm just going to be singing. Um, but now what, what kind of stuff will you be singing? Will it be, I know you, you can sing like opera, opera. um, <laughs> like what, what kind of stuff will you be singing? I'm trying to imagine opera with a meal and, uh, that, that sounds kind of fancy. This is something that I'm working on. Something that really frustrated me about school is that I didn't have the freedom to sing what I wanted to sing. Mm. Now I do, so I can sing whatever I want. And so basically is I'm working on whatever music I want to. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to be singing a little bit of everything. Some what? opera arias, jazz, okay. uh, and I've been working on some pop songs and... um. It's, it's going to be really fun, some old blues tunes and things like that. So um, the bartender whose idea it was, uh, which I'm really grateful for, it's a really supportive system we have there. I really love, I really, really love working there. I can't say that enough. But anyway, um, the, the bartender's idea was to do sort of a speakeasy idea. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try to focus on you know, m- more bluesy tunes and stuff, like, to to complement the opening. Mm-hmm. But then, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got over a cold. That's all right. Everybody is. It's, it's fine. Right? <laughs> um, but um, I have the freedom to do what I want. But I want to tell you what I did in my last concert, which I thought was really fun and cool, uh, or maybe just cool to me, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, that's all that matters, right? Um, yeah, that's true. Yep. That is actually all that matters. Um, I I did some uh, mashups. Mm-hmm. I did some arias and jazz standards mixed up together, which was really, really fun. And some of them worked really well and made people, like, laugh. And, you know, it, it was interesting and, and different for them. Um, but some of them didn't work as well, and so I'm going to take those apart and figure out what I can do differently. And so, which ones worked? Like, do you have an example of, of a mashup that, that you put together that... Uh, yeah. One that worked really well is this aria from uh, The Magic Flute. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse me. Um, called Ahishfus. Um, and it, it's like this really slow, sad aria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the middle of the aria, um, I sing Nature Boy. You know that tune that Nat King Cole used to sing? Oh, no. I have no ref- reference to these things. Uh, aria is, I'm assuming. I'm thinking Nature Boy, uh, Ric Flair. Woo! I was like, but I don't think that's what she's talking about at this time. That shows you how far my references go. Yeah, is aria, um, is that an opera term or like I. Uh, aria, uh, it, it's an Italian word and it literally means air. Um, um, but it's, it, in this context, it means like the part of the opera where one character is singing by themselves. Okay. It's like a song unto itself, essentially. Ah. If you were like, in a play, it would be like a soliloquy, you know, or a monologue, something where someone is talking by themselves. Cause in my mind, what I imagined was you like Aria being like, Oh, and all that. And then, uh, the nature boy part being like, Woo! 
Woo! I know, right in the middle of it. And my thing is that <laughs> I, maybe it's just it's my ignorance, but I'm going to ask anyway, what is a mashup? You just mashing songs together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mash the songs together. So, like, I took the first section of the of the, aria, of the, the opera song, let's call it, <laughs> opera song, and then the last part of it, and then in the middle of that, I put this jazz tune. Okay. Now, do you play any instruments? Um, yes, but very badly. Okay, okay. I don't think you have to play them well for what I was about to suggest, mm-hmm. but you know, you can also try to get you a YouTube, uh, YouTube channel. I have one. Yeah, okay, yeah, alright, so you got your YouTube channel, and this is really big on the streets now. You can just start, uh, singing, um, uh, rap songs, but, uh, ironically, acoustically, um, with, uh, just like a white girl flavor. That is blowing up. It is. That's what's hot streets. in the streets right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sound like something I want to do. A lot of people are doing it. I'm just saying, man. Uh, people getting a lot of views from just, uh, being white and singing rap lyrics. I don't, I don't get it really. It's not like it doesn't impress me necessarily, but, you know, every once in a while I will hear one and I'll go, Okay. All right. Yeah, I see how that is better as a white girl song than uh than, <laughs> than hip hop. I don't think it's I don't think it's respectful to make fun of music in that way. And I really love hip hop and I appreciate it and I know that I'm a terrible rapper and mm. I don't want to do that to this beautiful genre. Like I don't, I don't know. Well, no. <laughs> let me let me play one for you. You tell me if this is disrespectful. Look, I'll play it for you. We can pop bottles all night, baby. You can have whatever you like. Yeah, you can have whatever you like. Yeah, late night sex, so it's so tight. Guess up the jet for you tonight, baby. You can go wherever you like. Yeah, you can go wherever you So, do you think that's, that's disrespectful or or nah? I, well, I don't know. It's not a really good song to begin with. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I like that jail though. She's singing. Yeah, I heard that out of the bar one day. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And is this a thing? <laughs> like, I didn't know they thing, did this. Like, has this turned into like like I knew it was a YouTube thing, but. It turned into like someone single. Like you can literally just re sing Ti's rap and be like, "But I'm a white girl," and somebody will be like, "Put it on the radio." It's a hit. Like crazy. Um, actually, that's really funny because uh, that's something that we used to talk about in the, the African American Arts Institute last, like when in when I worked there the last couple of years. You know how white people like will take these African-American art forms mm-hmm. and do them and then become more famous than black people do. And it's like <laughs> really fucking frustrating because, you know, there's so many better, I mean, better, not necessarily, but like there's so many great African-American singers and songwriters and they're just like getting overlooked because, well, because they're not white. And it's yeah. really unfortunate. Anyway. Well, we're used to that. We're yeah, just, and, and you know, that's part of the gig. We, I remember before <laughs> you was talking about being in school and you felt restricted. 
Why yeah. did you feel restricted? Like, were there certain genres and things that had you performed that you was like, oh, I got hate this, or this is not my style, or I could care less? Well, it's just, I've always been the kind of person who is interested in doing a lot of different things and doing them well. Mm. But um, in school, you know, you have to, you have to do, um, like, certain recitals and certain... Essentially, all I could do was, was sing classical music, and that would be the only thing that um, my professors would appreciate. Mm. And they would, like, get frustrated if I did musical theater or think I was wasting my time if I sang gospel music or essentially anything else. And Wow. I did... Like I did a, I did a, um, I did this Prince song for a competition and I, I really, really wanted to work on singing, you know, more pop music. And I think I sang the song pretty damn well, but like, you know, I was the only one who thought it was cool. They probably never even heard Prince and shit. I know. I like, I don't even get it. What's that song? Who is that dude? Um, do they, uh, do the people in like m- school, if in musical theater, all that, do they hate Glee or do they love Glee? Um, I think it depends on the person. Mm. Um, I liked it personally, like the first season or so. Maybe like, I started, I was watching it into the second season, but then like the story just got way too, like even crazy for Glee and I couldn't deal with it anymore. Mm. And the thing was like, frustrating for me too because that's kind of a thing on glee where they take like all this pop music mm-hmm. and performing and stuff so i was wondering if like when you sang prince if they were like look at john up there gleeing it up ah! you know selling out already we we don't do that here we sing that king cold and shit like that well it's interesting right i think that like um my white friends didn't really care at all. Like mm. they did, they just didn't even like pay any attention to it. And uh, my black friends were sort of dismissive of it. <laughs> like, like she thinks she is trying to sing that friends. <laughs> 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 hey, niggas love Prince, Joanna. That's not your fault. You can't be just singing no Prince randomly. Motherfuckers get protective, man. I don't even play Prince on the show, man. I don't want those kind of fans. They they crazy. I didn't do it. Uh, I didn't do it. Like, I, d- I think I did it justice. And I sang it on this last concert that I did. And man, I, I killed it. It I'm does. Just- it doesn't. It don't matter. It's not your fault. It's not even your fault. You could have done. You could have sang it better than Prince. Right there is blasphemy. Me saying that. And uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, if that's the only problem with Prince fans, if. Like, <laughs> like you notice how nobody does Prince covers. You can't win. It's impossible, dog. It doesn't matter who the singer is. You can't. I, I'm scared of fucking with Prince stuff. I don't like. I said. I don't know. I think Bilal's cover of "How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore" is pretty awesome. Well, I hope that. Uh, <laughs> I hope that everybody uh, enjoyed it, and um, I will not, that won't be happening again, man. Just uh, watch it back. Y'all watch it back. Fucking with them Prince fans, dog. Say Prince. Say something about Prince on Twitter. See what happens. <laughs> Like, hey man, y'all think Prince gay? Like, oh, what, what the fuck? 
Like, I remember one time I asked, uh, hey, what do y'all think Prince got his hair done? And it was not good. It was not a good response. Oh, his beautician does a beautiful job. What you talking about? Right. I was like, he obviously don't go to a barbershop. Oh, no, he don't go to the barbershop. Right. He get it relaxed and everything. And women, women got mad as shit. I was like, uh, I, I apologize. I didn't even know that you couldn't say that it's obvious this nigga goes to a salon. Like, it's like, oh, I, honey, I be liking Prince, honey. Prince be having some fly boots and fly outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. I can rock with that. It wasn't even shade. It just don't matter, man. I don't fuck with Prince fans, dog. They a bit too that, uptight. I don't think that Prince goes to a salon. I think he has it come to him. He probably <laughs> does now. He probably does now. But you know, when he was starting out, he wasn't rich. He had to. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "Hey, man, we're gonna get our hair cut." And then Prince had to be like, "All right, man, won't be across the street at the beauty salon." Get my hair done. Oh, you think he was like that with Purple Rain? They was like, we go, we go. That was like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Give me three hours. She got to relax. She got to cut. And she got to color. And I'll be here for the next shoot. That's what Clarence Williams III was so mad about. It's like spending all this money in the <laughs> salon. It's like, goddamn, haircuts only cost $10. Why is this bill coming for fucking $70 every two weeks? What's going on with you, Prince? And Prince is like, I'm not even gonna make a joke. Not even gonna make the joke. All right. Um, he just starts singing. <laughs> yeah, but maybe uh, I'm just like my father. <laughs> Daddy's He's never me satisfied. Daddy, I need to get this perm. I need to get this perm, Daddy. It's like, <laughs> well, you're always getting these perms. Get out of here. Yeah. Putting that shit in your head. Um. All right, man. So. Um, that, but that's cool, man. Now, I guess the, the real question, uh, that everybody really wants to know, man, what are, what, what's the dating life like in Chicago? Is it really, are you too busy to date? Uh, are you, is, uh, are you, cause are you, you came from like what, Indiana, right? Yeah. I mean, well, the problem with Indiana is that I lived in a college town, mm. you know, and so my dating selection there, I mean, before I was in my serious relationship, mm. um, was like, grad students eh, and then like undergraduate which mm. is even less eh. <laughs> yeah right. undergraduates you get scared because you be like i don't even know if you legal can i buy you a drink no nah, i'm good <laughs> not to mention they still growing and learning and shit yeah. so it's like you know they might not even be into chicks in a week like you know who the fuck knows you everybody's discovering themselves at that age you, I, I can never like i don't these dudes are like yeah man i got a bad chick man she about 22 years old i'm like no that sounds like hard times we went through those i'd rather just stick yeah. with people that's developed past that shit because you fuck around at 22 and they just be like you know what i decided i'm going to bermuda it's like what the fuck kind of decision is this we're in a relationship you didn't even consult me or care it's like i'm 22 i don't have to care about my future and dreams and and And, other people yeah (laughs) what is this fucking thing about compassion and and responsibility for that compromise compromise. who got time for that bullshit yeah i I don't know how people do it it's like i'm gonna be 45 and i'm gonna get me a 20 year old i'm like okay all right, good luck with that shit, bro. Y'all on two different levels. After y'all fuck, you want a nap. She want to go do some other shit. You're yeah. like, fuck that. What the fuck again? Right. <laughs> you sitting up here referencing shit she don't understand. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of an episode of Different Strokes. Remember when it's like, what's a different stroke? Is uh, that a porn? Yeah. Oh, like, a, diff- a different stroke is what I'm going to be having in five years. And you're not even going to know. <laughs> Where to get the medication or what to do because what the symptoms are and all this shit. Um, so, all right. That, yeah, that that's kind of crazy. Uh, so what is the dating like in a bigger city, though? Like, it's got to be more men and more selection, right? It's great. Um, 
I, I, yeah. I mean, it's great. It has, it has its drawbacks too, I guess. Like there's so, there's so many people here. I think that people treat it sort of more, um, flexibly, I guess I should say. Like they're, they're more like casually. Yeah. It's more casual. I mean, which, which actually right now I kind of like because I'm not, you know, I just got out of that relationship. I don't feel ready to be like serious <laughs> right now. Right. So, yeah, but yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's got. I just think I just figured it's got to be better than Indiana. That was the only thing I was thinking. It's way better. <laughs> yeah, that was like when I was like, oh, since you moved, okay, shit. You know, yeah, so. Mean, some places I think are just more people, more new environments and stuff like that, you know? Well, the only thing that's kind of annoying is since I work at a bar, you know, I get hit on a lot. And, I mean, that's oh, okay. So annoying. Oh, my God. But, I, you know, not to complain about that, but it's just... It's, no, no, go ahead and complain. I understand. I, I, I live that life, too, you know? Just <laughs> every couple is like, really, can I just do my work? Yeah, exactly. Especially like, for a woman too, you know, yeah. them dudes come in and especially at uh establishment where they sell alcohol. Right. You know, they, they come in, they a lot of some people come in the establishment especially on the weekends already tore up and drunk. Mm-hmm. So they looking at you and and you 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 ain't got to be that hot. You got ass and titties and it's like, "Ooh, she she female." <laughs> right? Not that Joanna is not that hot, though, Karen. I mean, obviously. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about her particular. Right, okay. I just need to clarify. Just. <laughs> well, maybe oh, yeah, she doesn't she... think I'm hot, and that's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, so, all right. Dudes are trying to holler at you while you're working. What's the worst line anybody's ever hit you with? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh... Oh, my God. This guy said to me the other night, and... I, I still can't decide if he was hitting on me or not because okay, I'll let you know. He didn't okay, so what he said sounded like he was. Okay. But his like way of saying it was Did, did he say did he say what, what that thing smelled like? Cause that's <laughs> I know I know that could throw you off, did, but did, did, that's definitely did, hitting on did you. Did he actually was yanking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he said, um, I want to tell you something, but I, you know, I don't mean this in an inappropriate way or anything, but I think you have an untapped sexuality. That's what you said to me. Wow. Um, you know what? That's actually kind of intriguing. I kind of like that approach because it makes it sound like he's been studying you. He was studying me. Yeah. Like it sounds more... It's, I, I mean, it sounds creepy. No, don't get yeah, me wrong. He, he was studying well, that ass. That's what he was studying. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, um, I kind of like that. Unless he followed it up with, I'd like to tap that, then I'd be like, okay, that's, <laughs> now you lost me. You were, you had me, you lost me. Uh, I my coworker, Emily, and she was like, it, it gets tapped plenty. Thank you very much. That's what she said. <laughs> it's always getting tapped so i don't know what you mean it's a very tapped sexuality all the time um but yeah that's crazy man um so did you was there any follow-up to that or you just ignored him and walked away or what i think i mean i think what he was trying to get at was that he wanted like an overall like more sexy experience at the bar you know like like a sexier atmosphere if that makes mm. sense oh yeah 
And you, you making me think when you say most sexual and I've realized this when me and Roger like go to like some of the bars downtown mm-hmm. and, just, and just in peer, in general how a lot of the girls have like bikini tops and like bikini draws with g-strings serving alcohol but that's not necessarily like that's not necessarily sexy that's just like window dressing yeah i always i have a theory that the less clothes people wear and the staff the staff wear at a bar or a place the worse it is like and i think the the worst tips you get honestly yeah yeah except hooters but that's because those women are whores well and that's what the men go there to yeah they like i just feel bad for the girls at hooters because they i shouldn't but they be prostituting them chicks out for real it's like go to the table rub his back touch his leg i'm like ew, get the fuck off me bitch i don't know you like stop touching me that's how i always feel ah, like my boys will be back. <laughs> I, i've never been to a hooters of my own volition i'm dead serious and i like i haven't been to hooters in years uh i have a couple of friends that are like the only place they eat is hooters and i hate like going out with them mm-hmm. they'll be like hey man let's go and talk we need to talk about this thing i'm like all right cool man well hey man meet me at hooters i'm one time he pulled the okie doke on me and was like uh we're gonna meet at this mexican restaurant i was like cool and then I'm calling them like, all right, man, I'm on my way. Hey, man, I changed plans. I'm at Hooters. I'm like, fuck. Like, wh- why are we at this place? It's disgusting. It's worse than strip clubs. I would rather eat at a strip club than a Hooters. I'm so fucking sincere. At least a strip, at least a strip club is sincere with the titties and the breasts. It's like, yeah. we're going to fake the funk. It's like what it feels like to be a simp all the goddamn time. That must be what it feels like. With someone, it's like, I'm never getting this pussy. And then oh. it's just talking to you and you pretending to care what they have to think about them. I don't care about or, what you think. Your thoughts you, on the world. you know what? Or, or, or it's the people that go to the movie to see Angelina Jolie tits, but they don't go watch porn. It's like, you right. Right. Don't want porn, but but you, you know it's like come on, just go ahead and cross that line, sir. Uh, not I a know, fan. Right? Not <laughs> a fan. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So um, I, anyway, uh, that's good. I'm glad that uh, things are going good. I'm <laughs> sorry for uh, whoever the ex is is listening to this, but apparently, you know, the sexuality is getting tapped. And it's their fault. And it's their fault because we've met her before. She's beautiful. Yeah, I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. Um, um, and I have a date tonight. Just so you guys know. Oh, hey. and, and you have a date tonight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Someone just turned the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, I thought I had a chance. He's like, I don't want to hit the rest of this shit. <laughs> Write an angry Facebook message or some shit. Um, all right, oh, man. I hope he doesn't. I feel really, I mean. Is it an amicable breakup, though? Like, y'all cool? Y'all friends? Is that how you normally break up with people? Um, Yes, normally. But I'm not. I don't think it's a good idea for us to talk right now. So oh, man. I'm not. That sucks, man. Now, it, is it not a good idea because you still have feelings and it, it might, like, turn into something? Or is it not a good idea because you're just like, they might still have feelings and you don't want to lead them on? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, okay. Like, I'm not over it for sure. But, like, I think, like, if we talk, that I think that will just draw things out for him. And I don't want to... I don't want to do that to him. So, so if you listen, dude, you still got a chance. All you gotta do is <laughs> get to begging. She's not all the way over you, man. You need to get get to begging, sending them flowers, all that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Just uh, no, you know, you might have a small inkling of a chance. 
<laughs> Say what, Joanna? I'm sorry. I talked to you. It's going to take more than that. Sorry. Okay. All right. Well, look, man, you're going to have to marry her. Get the ring. Just go ahead and put it in the mail on that Roy Williams shit and just hope that she has. Be sure it has insurance. Yeah. Get insurance on the ring and uh, just hope that it get you a delivery confirmation. And uh, <laughs> once you get it, you know, you can go ahead and do that, man. Um, all right, man. Let's uh, talk about some other shit, man. We have uh, other other things to talk about. And uh, Joanna's been a long time fan of the show, man. So, uh, you know. Oh, my God. She... We just finished the intro, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did, I mean, if you have more to say, we can. No, I don't want to cut you I short. We were still doing the intro. <laughs> well, this is the Blackout Test Podcast. And uh, it's a comedy podcast. We do three times a week. We being me and my wife. And we occasionally have guests. And we talk via Skype. Sometimes when they're in the house. We talk to them in the house. Uh, about all sorts of things. And um, the commodity of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Nothing's wrong if it's funny. Um, and we live that shit. So, we um, do. You can find the show at theblackouttips.com. You can find us on iTunes. Itcher, Podomatic, you can also find us on Facebook groups, uh, Google Plus, we have, you know, a lot of different social media outlets, Tumblr, uh, and, uh, the email is theblackouttips at gmail.com, um, and, uh, you can also, when you're at theblackouttips.com, donate to the show. You can uh, do recurring donations. You can give. Uh, you can buy at the store. Buy stuff at the store. You can give us your email. Get you an email every time we update the site. Um, you can also uh, like our Facebook page right from there. There's a bunch of stuff you can do. Leave comments on episodes. Vote in the polls. Uh, anything you want to do. These do are it. all things that I've done, and it's really fun because you get to look and see what other people have said and you're like what you serious <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about that today too um and so uh le- matter of fact let's start there um yesterday's show was a really long feedback show probably our longest ever uh because we had to take some time at the end to deal with some um ridiculousness and some stuff going on with uh blacking yeah, it I up w- i want to hear about this because i am lame and i didn't listen to yesterday's Oh, uh, don't worry about it. I'm this honestly, I'm surprised so many people have listened to the weekend show already because normally I we don't get updates about the feedback show until, until like Monday or Tuesday. Right. So right. yesterday when my timeline blew up because I left to uh go do something, I come back home and I'm just like, Man, everybody's like hitting up the timeline, everybody's talking about the show. Yeah, it's a long show too. Yeah, I didn't expect and it's a long show too. So I'm like, I don't even expect these motherfuckers to talk about the show till Monday or Tuesday, and then maybe a few people, but no, uh, everyone's talking about it. Um, so that's good. We got a lot of downloads and stuff yesterday. That's awesome. Um, so basically the show, we talked about the stuff that was going on with this week in blackness and how some yeah. of, some of the fans like really tried to like kind of change the show and revolt and talk shit about the show and how it was done. And they got, we loved that show. Yeah. They got personal, uh, with the host, uh-huh. even though their whole thing was about being more politically correct and sensitive. It's, they were sending up their co-signing attacks uh, on, uh, one of the female hosts of the show. They were also co-signing, um, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh they were uh Elon James White, he uh when he was a child or younger, he got shot in the eye and now he has a you know, like a replacement eye that, you know, uh when you look at him you can't really tell, but still, you know, it's it's definitely a thing. It's a story you talked about on the show and you know, it was it it, yeah. it was an emotional thing and then motherfuckers are talking shit about his eye 
and, and then they're retweeting it and laughing and shit. And, and, but these are the people who want the show to be more politically sensitive. They have, <laughs> they have lost the mark. You know, this just, I find that what really happened there is that those people are jealous ass haters that want more control and input on something they really didn't create. And they would also like, to have uh their enthusiasm and promotion of this show reciprocated by him equally giving that type of promotion back to their shit and that's a dumbass expectation as a fan um mm-hmm. I, I still feel like you know if i was elon i would have never told them i was gonna help them do anything but okay he said that he fucked up he changed he said he, he addressed that and they still go in on him so it's like okay you know getting to the point of bringing his mom in and this shit so uh i sat on that for months uh, I watched these motherfuckers little, do this little subliminal shit on Twitter. So I finally talked about it yesterday um, and fucked them. Fucked them forever and fuck all of them. So <laughs> this morning, this morning I wake up uh, apparently at 4.33 a.m. Justin Legrand, a.k.a. 8-Bill Animal, decided to send me a little message on Google+. Plus, uh, and uh, he, he sent it to the same audience with like all these people in it and shit. Um so I thought that was funny because he could have sent it directly to me. But the fact that he put other people in it really let me know that he's doing this for their like cosigns and support and shit. Cause that's the kind of thing they do gang up on people and try to do it, but it ain't going to work on me. Cause I don't care about their opinions. So it, okay. Cause people ain't shit. Right. What was the message? That, uh, so, um, <laughs> all right. The message is. I'll try to say it like him because he tried to talk like he a thug or some shit. And Wait, also, do you want to send it to me and have me read it? Because that might be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um, I don't know how I can say. I, I, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it. It's, it's no problem. But um, he uh, well, actually let me put this in Skype and see, see if you can read it. Um, all right, but but let me just give you some background, man. He is a person that used to call their show uh, Blacking It Up, and we know it hard. But at some point, he flipped on the show, trying to... I think he did it to really try to impress the women that were involved there. And his comments kind of point towards that, because the group of people I was talking about is not just a bunch of women. There's dudes in it, too. But he immediately tried to cater to the women by trying to act like, oh, you being misogynistic towards these women. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, this is what you're doing to impress these chicks, hoping that they're going to fly down to New Orleans and lift your stomach up and give you some some pussy. And that's just not going to happen. So you can go ahead and chill with that shit. Like, it's not this Internet tough guy shit is nothing to me. Well, especially not with uh, Donovan Nimbus down there. Right. Yeah. You know. some he's, dumb taking shit. All the, he's taking all the women's. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. He's. Are there I any left? Are, are there any left? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, but you know, they he got goons. Like, I, like they they make jokes about him having goons and him being the thug of the show because he call in and and like veil, you know, threaten like uh, I'll fuck Romney up or some shit. And it's like it's funny, it's cute as a gag, but real life, shut the fuck up. It, that's why it's cute because we know it's a ridiculous thing to say. It's not because everyone's thinking Justin Legrand's going to show up at the RNC and pimp slap Mitt Romney. It's just chill, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they, I think he got into this persona and he tried to pull some Ric Flair shit on me this morning by talking all crazy in front of a company. Uh, so you can go ahead and read this comment. I'll... I'll uh, oh. I was gonna ask what, how you wanted me to, to read it. Do you want me to do a dialect? I, actually, like I want a... you to read it exactly in your real voice. Just okay. You don't even have to act it out. Just read it. I real think talk. This is how it feels when I heard this, when I read it. This is the voice I read it in in my head. Your voice. So go ahead. Real talk. 
If you want to take shots at folks for something, don't pick and choose. If you want to front and flaunt alleged manhood at somebody as a power play, as a power play, don't go about it by referring to women in misogynistic tones. Finally, next time you want to throw shots at someone, by all means, how about you come at me? Taking, talking sideways to women around my, around my is a surefire way to get your silly ass tossed up. Little bitch, you're welcome. And so, uh, I just responded. <laughs> First of all, I plus one this comment because good for him. Good for him. Uh, and then, uh, I responded, I didn't know Neil was a woman, you bitch ass nigga, because there's dudes in this group and you are clearly just trying to cater to these chicks with this whole, uh, you was calling women bitches. No, I was calling all the bitches over there bitches. All the dudes that was co-signing that bullshit, dumbass attack, all the women, all the transgender, all the gays, all the straights. I don't give a fuck. If you co-sign those bitch made attacks and you over there doing those little secret ass, uh, hashtags and talking shit about a show instead of bringing it to somebody's face fuck them you already show more courage than all of them by just bringing some shit to my face so i plus one your comment for that but nigga you think i give a fuck your name is eight bit animal man you better get back to blowing the dust off those goddamn cartridges before you come over here with that bullshit man you better hope nobody hurts me or i trip and hurt myself because your ass is number one suspect putting out threats on the internet like a fucking dumbass that's how real thugs move i guess so i'm trying to impress every goddamn body man these women are not getting wet because you diss me nobody get pussy that way nobody's like oh you know what he threatened Rod. let me give him some pussy nobody's flying out to new orleans to get that chill like goddamn man like these like, that's what's funny man it's like how the fuck are you gonna be writing some letter about how people need to be more sensitive and then sitting around threatening me? Okay, dog, mm-hmm. that's a real mature way to handle it. I don't give a fuck, man. And you look at this nigga's stream on on fucking Google Plus, man. It's like, come on, dog, you writing a post called "Rest in Peace" uh, PS Two, PS Two, nigga, it's 2012, 2013, even. The PS Two been dead. Move on to the next shit, man. <laughs> Spending twenty dollars at GameStop for fucking uh Nintendo sixty four cartridges and shit, man. Grow up. God damn. <laughs> the fuck kind of shit. I spent twenty dollars on games today. I'm, oh my god. Get the fuck out of here. Two dollar twenty five cent game. How about you get some shit that's in three D or HD TV, nigga? Then come holler at me. It's fucking idiots, man. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about show things. The official. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just need a second. Excuse me. <sighs> <laughs> the official weapon of the show is the taser. And an unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet, and bullet ball extreme. <laughs> That's right. Um, and today's podcast is sponsored. It's double sponsored. It's sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions short film In the Goodbye. Ooh. Starring friends of the show Alexa Yeems and Vanell. Uh, you've heard us talk about it. Why not go ahead and pick up a copy today? You can get it as a digital download for just four bucks or the DVD for seven bucks. Buy a copy this week and they will also send you a free audio play of your choice. Check them out. Shadowdollproductions.com slash ITG.html. The link is already on the blackouttips.com. All you have to do is search in the goodbye or click on the sponsor link. It'll take you to every single time we promoted Shadow Dog Productions on the site. Um, and yeah, spend some money, y'all. It helps us out, yeah. makes us look good. And I don't know Vanel, but um, I know Alexa's career is going to blow up. And so yeah. to buy her movies that she's making now, you're going to be like, 
set for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> collectible items. Exactly. People are going to go back and download her shows and be like, man, she was funny. Rod couldn't hear what she was saying because she was behind him in the studio, but <laughs> that shit she was saying was hilarious. Like, I got home and was like, listen to the show myself, and I was like, oh my God, she was killing it. It's so funny. She's an amazing actress, and she has great comedic timing. She's fantastic. She I is. think that, like, if you, yeah, it's a good investment to buy her films and her, uh, her audio plays now. So exactly. that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, and then of course we have another sponsor. Um, and we have to have some music for this one. Um, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me, uh, play the most sexiest sponsor. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. Mm-hmm. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, y'all. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Speaking of money, we can save you some money, <laughs> fellas and ladies. Are you thinking about sex? Cause you should be. Mm-hmm. You want to spice things up in your bedroom? Well, it should be extra spicy. It's like it's speaking of New Orleans. It should be like spicy like that Creole shit, man. El Kanye. Mm-hmm. Nothing it right. Nope, you're not. But <laughs> you gotta spice it up sometimes, man. And rather than getting on the internet and trying to yell at some nigga across the globe that doesn't give a fuck about you or your problems or your 8-bit video games, if you really want to get them wet, go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, you can get any item just about for 50% off and save yourself some money. Mm-hmm. But that's not all, y'all. In addition to 50% off of one item, you also get three free additional adult DVDs. I'm talking slow motion, high quality period pieces with people in costumes having sex. And it's like what happens when uh, Joanna Moffitt decides I'm just going to go ahead and do porn. They don't just stop doing quality work. They do good work and they still get paid. So it's going to be high quality, good production value pornography that we're talking about here, people. Okay. Yes. You also get well, well, one thing about uh, mm-hmm. Joanna, at, at least uh, her singing would be real singing. Like her whole, the whole thing would be her soundtrack of her in the background. Yeah, it could work, man. <laughs> yes. Don't give up on your dreams. Oh no! Also, you also get uh, in addition to free DVDs, you get a free central gift, two central to even talk about, and you also get free shipping. So make sure you guys take care of this. All you gotta do is put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. That is free. 50% off of one item, free DVDs, three of them. Also, a free central gift and free shipping. TBGWT at adamandeve.com, man. Do it. Yes. Think about it. You know, it's a really good way to find out what your girl is into. Like, you say, hey, I got this, uh, this great 50% off thing we can do. And, uh, you know. Just go check out the website. Whatever she orders, then you know. <laughs> exactly. Just t- tell her to send you the link. No judgment involved. And then you just put in that code. Don't tell her about the code yet. You tell her, put in, the, you know, hey, go check out what I mean. You tell me what to get you. And then you put the code in to save the money. You don't tell her that part. Oh, and then you yeah, can, that's right. yeah, you right. can even keep the DVDs if you want. You can keep the free central gift and you can, uh, you know, you got the free shipping and stuff. So. You're welcome, fellas. You're welcome. <laughs> Use your tax returns uh, wisely. All right. Let's talk about some stuff for the show. Um, in the oh, dish- it's over. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can only go so long. <laughs> we can do two Adam and Eve promos. <laughs> yes, um, I love to do the promos. So first things first, uh, uh, 
we went to see Hannibal Burris last night. For those that know Hannibal Burris, uh, you might know him from 30 Rock. Uh, he has two spe- stand-up specials. You can find him on Spotify. Um, he's also, uh, you know, he's on the Eric Andre show, which, uh, I'm a fan of. Um, I just find the dude hilarious. Um, so for the first time, I, maybe ever i think we went to the comedy zone and mm-hmm. saw stand-up comedy which you would think i would be doing more often and i don't know why i'm not but um, <laughs> we will be now we will be now yes but we will we went there last night and uh it was really enjoyable and i know it was enjoyable because i was in a good mood when i left even though we were both in a bad mood on the way there because we got lost yeah and um yeah yeah apparently MapQuest had an old address for the comedy zone <laughs> yes it did in addition in addition i was at first it started with me yeah in addition to karen <laughs> deciding that fuck these instructions we here like <laughs> like the the thing was like uh 0.4 miles on the right uh, down the street karen was like we we had the destination i was like the comedy zone is in the epicenter that shit was so confusing because and it's and it is my fault because one thing I hate about the shit. Don't tell me it's in eight point four miles on the damn thing. Just just tell, just say we ain't there yet because <laughs> I know it's terrible. It's terrible because what happened was that at the top it had an arrow pointing to the right. So I was like, well, I'm assuming we dead. We taking a right and then. Oh. oh, we put there, and uh, when we got there, the little, the little man um, that I'm, I'm looking at the map, map crest screen, the little screen, mm-hmm. the little man was like around the corner. So I was like, okay, I'm assuming that we there, we in the vicinity that the little thing said that we there. So I'm assuming that we were there. And then when we got out, I was like, well, we must be close because when we went to the other place, we had to end up getting out walking. So I'm assuming it was a situation like that. But it, it definitely wouldn't. And Roger had to waste $10 in parking. And we went and asked the valet. The valet people was like, ooh, yeah. um, That's uh, a mile or two in the other direction. Right. And I was like, oh, my, my bad. I, I also... um. I don't, I don't know if this is a good idea of a GPS that just says we ain't there yet. <laughs> I don't know if Karen thought that went all the way through, but I'm well, pretty sure. I mean, it's not, it's not unfair. Like, let's think about that for a second. They have GPS in, like, in, like, several different languages and stuff. They could have one for Karen. That's okay. I know they have a Snoop Dogg one, but I don't need, I need a GPS. Yes, Snoop Dogg is one of the voices for, like, Garmin or some shit. But, I look, I need a GPS that is going to say shit, like, that makes, that does say .4 miles or turn up, coming, turn, turn coming up on the left. I don't want one that just says shit like, nah, nigga. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> or at least tell me the next one. The next one, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Or, or at least be like, you know what? You got about five and a half or whatever point, whatever miles. That's what it says. To get there. Yeah, that, that's what it says. Okay, <laughs> you just says. you just read it wrong. Stop trying to put it on the G. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten lost. It didn't matter because the address in there was wrong anyway. But you just read it wrong. I did. <laughs> trying I to act did. like it's the, that, I that read is it wrong. That is helpful information to know it's going to be .4 miles or whatever. It was helpful information. I, that was. It's like according to Karen's directions, if if we did the GPS her way, it would just really be like turn it, turn it. Oh man, you missed it. <laughs> if she's Rick, reading Rick. the gps or like listening to it that makes sense to me like she she needs one that's for her yeah Maybe i guess are you better at reading maps karen 
No, Karen is better at me. <laughs> Karen, Karen is really good at if she knows where some place is, she she can get you there from anywhere. But, yes, I can. Okay. But look, she's and she had the nerve to be jealous of Siri and yes and, and MapQuest and shit like that because I used to yes. have to ask her for directions to everywhere. Don't ask me then if you're gonna use that anyway. I didn't ask you. I asked you to oh. read the damn Siri thing. Now she got jealous of Siri <laughs> and backstabbed her, trying to act like it was Siri's fault. I just. <laughs> All I had to do was turn the phone on and look. It was like, Karen, it didn't even say do this. Right. I'm sorry. You're kind of in the wrong here because you're using another woman to get somewhere else. Right. Exactly. Karen has the right to be jealous. Siri does call me her nigga, so I guess it could be confusing for Karen. But, uh, yeah, next time it's my fault. I I just took the phone myself, so I'll just do it myself. Uh, Don't worry about it. My bad. My bad. Like I said, and it was me, my fault. For reading wrong, I didn't look at the top where it told me it was point tenth of an eighth of a mile. My bad. <laughs> well, we still got there, and uh, it was a really good show because, like I said, immediately the headliner was—I uh, mean, the the warm-up dude was good. The headliner, of course, was uh, hilarious. He did a whole lot of material I've never heard before. Yes. And um, man, we just had a really good time. So uh, if you if Hannibal Burris is in your city and you get a chance, man, check him out. Um, please, please do uh, check him out. It was very enjoyable. And like I said, I started the tardiness, but after we really got to where the GPS was leading us, GPS took us to the old address of where it used yeah. to be. So we're actually in the middle of the uh, of the road, and GPS say you there. I looked at Roger. I was like, nigga, we is not here. Yeah. Where is here? Like, we here, but we not really here. I think that used to be that old location. So, but um, then the other thing, too, is uh, after the show, if you go to, like, a smaller venue, you know, a comedian will sit by the front door, and they'll, like, uh, talk to you, let you take pictures mm-hmm. with them. So I got a picture with Hannibal Burris. Um, Karen was holding the camera upside down, but we got that. I didn't out. know. <laughs> so, uh, and then I met... <laughs> I made him laugh too, man. Uh, matter of fact, the picture got him in mid laugh. Um, cause, uh, he was like, uh, I was like, uh, Karen, you got the camera upside down. And then Karen turned it right side up and then she turned it straight up, which <laughs> like just not the right way. And I was just like, you know what? Just that's fine. Just snap the picture. And then, and then right when she was snapping, I was like, women, right? And he was like, ha! And then she, she took the picture. So if you look at my it Twitter, would be me. my Twitter avatar is Hannibal Burris laughing at a, uh, at, 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 at one of my stupid ass women. Am I right? Up top jokes. So, um, all right, man. That was cool. Um, other things that have been going on lately. Um, of course, Karen got in that wreck, um, where a dude hit her, T-boned the car. Um, and really messed up the car. The car is total, but Karen's okay, pretty much. Like, a couple scrapes and bruises, but nothing, like, too debilitating, I guess. She's just moving around really, really slow and, like, uh, taking pain medications and stuff like that. Um, cause her back got hurt in the crash. And, uh, so she's been going to the chiropractor. So, uh, I, you know, when I hear chiropractor, I just think, uh, you know, dude, that, is cracking your back, bending you, and and all this other stuff. But Karen said they got other techniques and stuff. So Karen, yeah. why don't you tell me like what's also with the chiropractor? And How's the, it go? And the thing about the chiropractor, y'all, the chiropractor has moved to new school. Cause like I've <laughs> never been to chiropractor. I've been always been scared of the chiropractor. You have some people that that, that like 
say the chiropractor is like the best thing ever. You have some people, even if they have to pay out of their own pocket or, or pay with their own insurance, they yeah. go like every few months because they said it really, really helps. Like some people were saying like, if your back is out of alignment, how it affects your knees, it affects your hips, it, you know, reduces headaches and things like that. And, like, they will swear by the chiropractor. Then you have some people that think the chiropractor owns some mumbo-jumbo and, you know, it's like it's a waste of time, it's not a real doctor or whatever the case may be. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to find out for myself what what this is all about because I had started hurting. So I went on Monday they took uh, x-rays. And the thing about it is that um, I was kind of scared. And I guess this is my first time to kind of walk you through the process. And he could tell I was scared. Uh, when I went in there, he was like, you need to sit in this chair. And I didn't know how the fuck to sit in it. You sit in a chair and it has like these two circles at the top that you put your face in. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. So oh, I no. sat in the chair and uh, I looked at him and I was like, because you're going to crack my back. Well, I hear the popping and all that stuff. Because, you know, that's what you think about when you hear the chiropractor. You know, you hear the popping and the cracking and shit like that. I was like, I don't think I can handle that. I didn't know. He said, no. He said, I can't do that. He said, but most people prefer this new method. So I was like, okay. And what you do, you, you see. And then he took his dick out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? It was like, this is the new method, girl. It's all sperm. That's how we fix your back. <laughs> but no, 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 he didn't. Did they walk on your back at all? No, no, mm. not, 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 but I just, not this time. So compared to a massage, which Wait, one? I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Karen, go give us, give us some more. I'm sorry. I haven't cut you off. Oh, no, no. Oh, no problem. And uh, compared to a... Um, no, no, no. Forget my question. What else happened? Like, uh, like what, what they're showing you? This, the, is it a video they're showing you or like how? No, no it's, it's actually uh, a monitor. You're actually, okay. look, you're actually looking at a, like, a monitor that he, he shows you. You can look at it. And what he does, he take, it's really neat. He takes this little machine. And it's a monitor of your own back or is it someone, some other thing? Like, is it? It's, it's, it's a monitor that have like heels that kind of shows like where your back is before and okay. where your back is afterwards. Okay. And he oh, takes, cool. he takes this little thing. It has these two prongs on it. He actually takes it and, and it doesn't hurt. He actually taps your spine where it goes deep, 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 all the way down your back. And as he does that, it gives him an image of, of where your spine is right then. Mm-hmm. And then he takes the machine and it's like a little light tap. You hear it go da 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 da. It like, like actually taps. And as it taps, it's actually correcting. Mm. And as and, and, and as as wow. it corrects, he actually and when he finishes, he shows you where it was and where it is. And he mm. has like a certain level that he wants you to be. And the thing is like it, it you're not gonna get straight overnight, but he's showing you that he's slowly moving 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 you in the correct direction as far as correcting uh your spine. Mm. Um, because yeah, he showed me the thing and it had a straight line and he was like, uh, yeah, this is where you supposed to be. And I was like, I'm not following that line at all. He said, no, you're not, ma'am. I said, okay, well, we didn't, we, you gonna have to get me together because, uh, this ain't no joke. <laughs> um, and the thing is that it works. It really does, uh, work. You just stiff, you, you're sore, you know, because he's literally tapping your, mo- actually slowly moving your spine by inches right. to get it to straighten back up. Mm. Um, can you feel the difference after the like 
do you feel like your back is getting straighter or more straightened out or is you, it you you can you can because a lot of times especially just being up and moving around all day uh uh you kind of feel like tension in certain areas and things like that and they actually gave a pillow that actually arches your natural back because mm. mine is straight it doesn't have the natural arch so that's what's causing a lot of the pain do they know about the whole uh that you nap all the time too did you say anything about that no okay. I, I don't i don't think that 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 fact is but i told him now, that it was affecting my sleep but also wasn't it uh, affecting your bladder Yes, uh, because uh, you learn a lot when you go there, and so and I didn't realize that there are three areas to your back, mm-hmm. and the your your, your bottom. Yeah, the, there's uh the baby back for the ribs. <laughs> there's uh <laughs> there's way back. A lot of people talk about that. You're like way back, way back. <laughs> way, way way back. Yeah, let's back that thing up. You know, those, <laughs> those are the three areas. But Th- those are those are three areas. Yeah, <laughs> but the oh, uh, man, I, I know. No but one ever I, talked about the first two to me. well mine is the lower back the back that thing up part of the back and the back that thing up part of the back affects the lower part of your body so it affects your 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 uh sexual organs Mm. your uh ability to pee like and so it so it sends signals out that might actually be incorrect because you're 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 not you're not lined up and the uh the, the middle of the back you know the shake your thing the middle the middle part of the back that that affects things like your heart and all that stuff because it's all kind of i didn't realize how much of your body is like linked up and then you know the the small ribs which which is the pork ribs you know that's the top of the you know the, the top of the spine you know the shortest part you yeah. know where you don't really get that much meat on the bone but right. you know it's rib mm-hmm. you know that part affects like your headache your eyes your ears and things mm-hmm. like that oh now um also um it, it, like in addition to because because you haven't had to pee as much now right Mm-mm. so it must have had some effect um but you are sore after these right mm-hmm yeah, so what's causing the soreness? Because I, I know I do a massage. Sometimes you say you're sore and stuff like that. Uh, is it the same type of, that's what I was going to ask earlier, is it the same type of feeling like post-massage thing or no? It's it's, it's similar, but it's different. Um, when they uh, actually are tapping on your back, what they're doing, they're actually moving gas that is uh, between your bones mm-hmm. that's with the alignment. So they're actually trying to get the spine off your nerves and things like that, which cause a lot of the issues. And right. so um, when they do that, they're releasing gas. So that's why they tell you to drink a lot of water because you have to flush it out your system. Same thing with massage. But massage is more of your muscles mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and that part versus like your, your actual physical spine. Um, and, and the thing is that you, you saw because like you say, he's literally moving something crooked straight. And so and Monday you're getting a massage and you got to see the chiropractor. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that because after you're looking that, forward to that. It seems like after that, you're going to be extra sore. Uh, and the reason why I say I'm looking forward to it, because like after you leave the chiropractor, you're stiff, you're sore. And when she do the massage, she's actually going in and, and getting those muscles that mm. have like tensed up the muscles that are inflamed, you know, because you have swelling around your muscles and things like yeah. that. So she's actually going to be working and rubbing a lot of that stuff. Like, out and rubbing a lot of the knots and kinks that kind of form up from him kind of straightening you up mm. so that's why i say i'm I'm really um looking forward to it and also i get to see my girl erica again hey girl i ain't seen you in a few months you know last time it was a special moment you know you you, you broke my virginity girl you know i can't never forget about you i'm coming back baby i got to see you one more time girl 
Ooh, I can't wait for you to put your hands on me, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think we all are looking looking forward to that. Yeah, um, I get to hear my African rain jungle music again. <laughs> yeah, I need to, I need to cue up oh some God. African rain music real quick. But yeah, I, uh, we'll definitely be playing some of that. Uh, I guess on the next on Thursday show. I guess. Yeah, I get to t- I get to tell you all about it, and I, re- I you know it, it it was so I actually requested uh, to see her weeks ago. Mm. Like I had actually already had this appointment and I looked at that doctor. I said, look, 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 I got a massage. Please don't tell me I'm going to have to cancel my massage. And he what was like, that? no. And you know what, Erica, girl, I love you so much. I added 30 more minutes for you, girl. You got me for an hour and a half. Hey, <laughs> just me and you locked up in a room with hot oils pouring all over my body. That's what I'm talking about, that girl. Making me feel all good inside, girl. Making my eyes rolling back in my head while you rubbing me all over my body. Girl, I can't wait for you to put them hands on me and make me feel great, girl, hun. I might mess around and go to sleep on you this time. Mm. I hope she doesn't listen to this show because she'll be like, I am never massaging her again. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll be thinking Karen. She's gonna be thinking Karen wants some type of happy ending or some shit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's happy ending for me. I don't know about for her, but it's happy ending for me. <laughs> I enjoy every moment of it. You be like, oh yeah, oh right there, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like that's how I'm gonna be the whole time, honey. I can't wait for her to touch me. So you say all that when you get in your massage, you go, oh yeah, and all that stuff too. No, I won't say it out loud, but she might, she might. <laughs> She might get a grunt or a moan. <laughs> like, mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, me and that jungle African baby making music gonna be getting down up in there. <laughs> yes, sir. I can't wait. Honey, he gonna be to work my back and she gonna work my body, honey. I get a two for one. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, um, while Karen's been going to the chiropractor, uh, I had to go to the DMV. Um, oh, that is not a fair trade-off. It's really not. Like, no one's massaging my back. Uh, what was the woman's name, Karen? Erica. Honey. Yeah, ain't no yeah. Erica. It's a lot of Erica's at the DMV. But, but, ba- but baby, baby, do, um, one day, y'all, one day, I'm going to get him in there, y'all. And when I get him in there, and I'm trying to tell you, baby, I mean, I can touch you. But I can't touch you like she touches you. Yeah. So um, you know, I you know, I I know my limitations to to what I can do. Well, I was at the DMV, and uh, they they definitely not touching nobody. Um, <laughs> I, I, first Unless of all, they touching your wallet for some money. <laughs> they probably need some touching, you guys. Yeah, they need to visit some Erica. So I I go up there, and I'm having this strange deja vu, right? And like, cause here's the thing: the car that the the Corolla that got fucked up. Um, I lost the title a long time ago. It was a street race bet. No, I'm just kidding. I lost the title. Um, <laughs> I just physically, I couldn't. I, well, y'all drifted and you lost the drifting race. Yeah, I lost the race <laughs> to Vin Diesel, and then I had to fight him. Um, but uh, I lost the title to the car. I could, and I could, literally could not find it. It just physically couldn't find it. Um, so uh, it was a long time ago. We just never really needed it. But I was like, you know, one of these days I'm going to go up there and order another one. So when we bought the Acura that we have now, I was like, um, oh, shit, that's right. I need the title to my other car. So when I got in line, I was like, I also need this title sent to my house because I 
you know, we just got this, you know, I need the title. I don't have it. And, 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 and I, you know, I remember thinking that and I remember doing it, but, uh, Karen, you know, it's been, that's like been over a year or two ago. It, yes, it has. And, um, Karen, Karen would be like, so, uh, when are you going to get the title for the car? And I'm like, I, I feel like I did that, but. I know we don't have it, but I feel like I, I've done this process. She's like, no, you need to title for the car. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Okay. All right. I was like, I'll get it next time or whatever, you know, but so this wreck happens. The car is total, right? So there's a bunch of shit you have to do in your car is total. It's, it's at right. some record shop. I got to go get the fucking license plate off the back. It's so oh, hard. That was a task. So hard to get a license plate off the back. Um, once yeah. the screws have been rusted for 17 years, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, we're, that car's old. Like I was chiseling that shit. I use a hammer. I did everything. Hey, everybody check your screws. <laughs> you said check your screens, your screws. Oh, check your, yeah. Check your screws. Cause if you don't, you might be screwed by not being able to get that thing. Right. Off yeah. No <laughs> check. Your shit probably is, is, and if you got one of those little special motherfucker and like, uh octagon shaped like things like yes. yeah that's not a good move uh those are nuts and bolts yeah right so, <laughs> so basically I, I i went ahead and i um you know went ahead and tried to get them off it took forever in the middle of the night or whatever dark outside yes uh but i did get to see the car one last time i took the radio plate uh off the face <laughs> I'm like, why did you take that? That does nobody no good. Yeah. We got a radio face with no radio set. Then I armed the alarm because, you know, <laughs> I don't want these niggas breaking in my shit. So, ah, um, steal. you know, we still own it till till they come get it. <laughs> so I took the plate off and shit and we go uh, and I'm like, OK, I got to go to DMV. I'm at the DMV and I get there about 410 and it closes at five. And oh, no. let me Bad just food. let me tell you something, man. These motherfuckers ain't shit. Now, <laughs> I know because I've had jobs where I hate them too, so I understand what they're doing. But goddamn, when it's happening to you, you feel so mad. Like, it's 410. I'm standing in line, and I'm having deja vu. I'm sitting behind this girl. Um, now, she did have a fat ass. Now, that was good. That was that was the only good <laughs> thing about this trip. She was wearing tights too, so it was like, oh, good. Oh, you know. Man. Uh, but I was trying not to be creepy and stare too hard, and like occasionally she would look behind. And I had to pretend like, oh, I'm looking at this wall. But you um, know, I've said this before on your show, but ladies, leggings and tights are not pants, not pants. I just like, want to say that. I, and I say, uh, fuck what Joanna's saying. Continue to wear those things, <laughs> ladies. Those are impressive. Um, and then the other thing about the tights now that, and some dudes don't like this, but it'll like like pull everything kind of together so it's like a little bit deceiving sometimes like well you know she because it tightens everything up right yeah. it's like well she take those tights off it's not really that i'm like i don't care i'm just here to see the tights i don't give a fuck what she look like out of them tights like I, that's not my job i'm never gonna see that so continue please ma'am um, oh my god so, anyway yeah. <laughs> so she's wearing these tights and uh i was like oh man at least i can you know Watch this ass for about 45 minutes because it's going to take fucking forever. Um, and that is why leggings and tights are not pants, ladies. Just, mm, just yeah. putting that out there. I mean, no, but, hey, they're so, not pants, but, oh, Joanna, they're so comfortable. Yeah. Do I need and, and let's be honest, Joanna. Oh, yeah. Some women want a man to stare at their ass. I'm just saying. I wasn't uncomfortable or creepy about it. No. You know, it was, uh, it was very respectful. I didn't go, hey, look at that ass. And even when she sat there and, um, negotiated with time wanted cable about some kind of bill she was late for i i just was respectful the whole right. time oh, you know, are you serious mm-hmm. right i don't 
you know, I don't blame you for looking at her ass, but if she doesn't want her ass looked at, she shouldn't wear those things. Oh, she, I think she wanted to look at. That's my belief. But if she did, okay. I think she was trying to catch me. She was trying to catch me too to be like, you looking at this ass, ain't you? I was like, "Mm mm-mm, not going to get me. (laughs) Did she she like drop something and like pick it up? (laughs) (laughs) Right. When when we sat sat down, like there was a seat open ahead of us where you're supposed to move to um, Mm -hmm. when you're sitting and she waited a little bit and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then when I got up to leave to go get my checkbook, she was like, kind of like, oh, is he coming back? So I, I knew she wanted me to look at her ass, but I just ain't the type to be simping like that. I was like, you're not going to catch me, ma'am. I'm too good at this. I worked on my game. I'm, my 40 well, time is tight. Time. Yeah, I got caught one time before. It's been, that was the first time in years. It shook me forever. <laughs> but, um, anyway, Sorry, so. Keep distracting from the story. Continue. It's, it's cool. Let's go. Cool. Um, asses are distracting. That's what they do to stories. So, um, <laughs> we're, we're sitting there and, um, uh, and she's like negotiating with someone about Time Warner or some shit or babysitting the kids. I don't know. And, um, uh, like about 5.55, no, 4.55, they close at 5 o'clock. They, someone comes from out of kind of like, if you don't have everything you need, Ah, then you need to get out of here and get that and come back. So at five o'clock, I'm closing this door. And if you don't have a checkbook, you need to get your checkbook. We don't take uh, cash. We only take cash to checkbook. And I, and I was like, and I realized that moment, like, I don't have my checkbook. It's in the car. So I, I ran out, got my checkbook, came back. I threw my coat down so nobody tried to take my spot because, oh, man. <laughs> If I would have waited 45 minutes and then came back and someone else was like, get to the back of the line, I was going to fuck someone up. So uh, I get back, get to my seat and all this shit. And, um, I, and then like 5 o'clock comes. They close the doors. These ladies. All of them was black, by the way. I don't know if that's a rule. Is that a rule in DMV? Like, we don't have. Mama from, from All in the Family. Well, no, no, no. That was the manager. And she did look like Mama from All in the Family. Oh. Um, ironically, I almost said All in the Family is my reference earlier for old people dating young people. That's a, that's, that's kind of funny that you picked that one. But, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, she, so she's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, like these, all these ladies, all black ladies, I think there's some type of policy. As, if, if you've ever been to DMV and it's not all black women working at the register, can y'all just show her hands in the chat room? Cause I, I, I'm, ah! I'm feeling like that's a thing. Like, I don't know if I've ever been to a DMV where it's like, oh, Asians, you know, ever. I've never seen Asians. I know, yeah. <laughs> not to be racist, but I just ain't never seen them there. I was just wondering. It might be just anecdotally my shit, you know, maybe like in places where there's no black people, they have to hire white people. But I was like, it, well, how crazy would it be if you go to like Wyoming and it's like nothing but black women working at DMV? It's like, how the fuck where y'all, y'all find these from? Y'all shit men? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah did y'all fly them in? Um, Wyoming doesn't exist. Second of all, (laughs) 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 in Chicago, it was all black people and they did not give a shit about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's the major cities or something. And yes, no, only black women have developed a sufficient level of not giving a fuck to look you off as you desperately. They were so mad that they had to talk to me at all. Yeah, (laughs) like literally. Like are they going on break and not leaving the 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 the, the desk? Like no, Arita. What's even worse is when you see now, like fifty y'all in line, and you see somebody working, 
and you see somebody that got the nerves to bust out their lunch right there in yeah, front of you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not even either, leaving the desk. Or either turn around and start talking to the one that's working. Talking yeah. to her. And we'll talk about your ass. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, these customers getting on my last damn nerve, girl. You know, I just. You know, person standing in line, they're looking at us like they're supposed to, we're supposed to take care of them and shit. And right. I'm like, yes, yes, you are. Right. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> now I'm sure DMV people probably deal with desperate, crazy motherfuckers all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even trying. To, no. Like the restaurant industry is bad enough, but it's not like motherfuckers need to eat. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it's not like well, this IHOP is the only one. Like it, DMV is literally like if I don't get a license today, yeah. I, have I won't to, be able to drive. Yeah. yeah, my child will have to stay in the state custody and, for another year. And my heart actually goes out to the um, DMV people that they have nobody to speak Spanish mm-hmm. and you have like the translator who barely knows English with the person who uh, who actually needs to help. Right. And they got the line tied up for like 15 minutes while they're uh, trying to translate. Like and, I'm like, not everybody s- moans and not in a mean way, but it's like nigga. Like I'm not like, saying oh. I'm not saying Mitt Romney was right, but he had a point, man. Like that was a good that would have been a good platform to run on. I was like, man, ain't you tired of these Mexicans tying up the DMV line? I'm like, yo, he right, man. Immigration need to change, dog. Gotta get him out. But but he didn't run on no, that. No, I think we need better programs. But that's for, yeah. for yeah. And, and you know, and, and I that's agree, one solution. I agree. That's one solution. I'm just saying, pet peeve wise, if he would have ran on that platform, I would have listened a little bit longer. I'm like. Instead of being crazy as shit. Yeah, yeah. If he would have just been like, you know what? I was at the DMV the other day, and I was there for 45 minutes, and it should have taken 15. But there was a man who couldn't even speak English, and uh, they another man was trying to translate, and he barely spoke English. And it tied up the DMV line for 37 minutes, and now I'll be like, oh, yeah, mm, it's a good platform. Um, anyway, so um, he, I was sitting in there in line waiting and shit, so I finally get to the front and here's the fucked up shit as soon as they close the doors at five these women hit triple speed triple speed it's time to go home because they were ready to go so all of a sudden like from like the, the speed at 455 was literally it felt like well i was in line the people at the front where they were sitting up there like oh jerome girl man how was your son doing in school is he okay that's good you the know i was like dog yeah as soon as five o'clock came I was like bye jerome uh next mm-hmm yes yeah. your problem is this here's how much it costs get out i'm like ah oh. so i get to the front of the line and um i'm like yeah uh i need to get a duplicate title for my for my corolla and the lady looks at me and she's like uh okay give me this give me that I give me my information I give me my license she's like oh didn't you already get a duplicate title i was like i ordered one he's like oh it says it's unclaimed and i'm like the fuck does unclaimed mean yeah what you mail know? it to my address i get it that's <laughs> it that's what that mean like so what did y'all mail it like it ain't my fault it's unclaimed y'all fucked up you know and um so she was like, well, uh, we're not going to charge you this time. Uh, I'll just have it sent. It'll be there in a couple of weeks. Did you like, punch her in the face? Oh, <laughs> I wanted to, man, but I respect the lady so much, uh, okay. despite what 8-Bit Animal thinks. <laughs> I would never hit a woman. So I was just like, oh, God, man. So I just had to let that shit go, man. But I was I was just so mad that I wasted an hour of my life in that place, man. And then... Ah! When I went out to get my checkbook, man, there was this dude standing outside by my car. And I get it. I lock the shit back. Go back in. You know, I have time to be like, what the fuck you doing by my car? So I, when I leave, I go get in the car. He's like, hey, hey, everything worked out, brother man? And I was like, 
Yeah. He's like, I saw you get that checkbook. I was like, yep. And he's like, uh, oh, and I was like, all right, man. I just go try to fumble with the key to get in the car. And then he's like, hey, hey, man, let me ask you something real quick. Uh, oh. And I was like, oh. Uh, uh, yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a veteran. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm trying to That's get. That's not a question. Yeah. And I just looked at him. I said, I'm late. And he was, <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm late. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, I'm glad that everything worked out, man. God bless you, brother. I was like, yeah, 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 bye, nigga. And I turned and went the wrong way. Like, I was just so <laughs> ready to go. So ready to get this. I went the wrong way. It was all lo- blocked up in the chat in the, in this parking lot. I had to turn around. <laughs> oh, you were trying to get the hell away. Yeah, I had to drive past this nigga again on my way back. Like, oh, I guess I wasn't as late as I thought. I guess I had two more minutes to spare being lost in the parking lot. But, uh, yeah. So that was my trip to the DMV, man. That was crazy. Crazy. Oh, I have a question for you about what we talked about earlier with this this guy. Oh, one one second. To... You can ask that, but give me one second. I forgot to mention there was also oh. a motherfucker coughing on my back in the line. Oh, oh coughing. Yeah, he was he extra his hands extra close to me. Oh, like, <laughs> and shit. I was like, oh, nigga, get off me, man. He was so close. And then, like, I was tweeting, and he was one of those people that's like kind of reading your phone as you're tweeting. Yes. So, like, one of my tweets literally on Twitter reads, like, I'm, I don't know when you can go back and find it a couple weeks ago or something. <laughs> but one of my tweets says, say, hey, motherfucker, coughing on me. I know you're reading this. Back the fuck up off of me. You don't have to be this close. And I just let that tweet hang hang out there for a second, and he read it, and he backed off a little bit. Uh, but go ahead, Asher. You can ask your question. I'm sorry. Ah! That is so... No, sorry. I'm going to comment on that now, of course. Um, <laughs> that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, if you have something in your body that is, like, going to affect other people around you, just step back a little bit. Like, please don't. Please Be don't get in my space. Like, I don't want you to in my space anyway, but, like... Right. You know? Like, like I turned around and looked at him, and even then he didn't back off. He just did the same thing I did to that chick whose ass I was looking at, where he like looked at the wall or some shit. Like that sign is interesting. I was like, dude, give me two more feet, two more feet. That's all I'm asking, man. I don't want your fucking phlegm and residue on my back of my neck. And then, and then, then, then after that, after I made that tweet, I guess he read it and was like, oh shit, this dude about to fuck me up. So he left me alone. It's like. If you are close enough to read my cell phone, like that I have in my hand, yes, you're too close. Like, just just get away. We're not friends. We're not like lovers. Move move away. <laughs> move away. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I was gonna ask. Did uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Justin Legrand, aka Eight Bit Animal, Justin was his name. Justin Legrand. Yes. Did you write "Little Bitch, You're Welcome"? Uh, at the end, he said, yeah. "Little Bitch, You're Welcome." Yes, he said that to me. So he was berating you because he thought that you called all the women on the show bitches. Mm-hmm. And then he called you a bitch. Right. So he didn't, he didn't get that you were calling all of the people who were like. 
uh here's the thing he did get that but he tried to spin it into look ladies i'm taking this bullet for y'all so that they would be like oh ab you the greatest in his mind but it's like nigga just go back and play vector man and shut the fuck up nobody is cares about that shit no one's giving you residual pussy off of not liking me trust me if it was that way more niggas would not like me if that's that's if that was the way to get pussy in these days and ages i would be the most unlike dude on the planet man nobody gives a fuck (laughs) um but yeah so and then and then also just that's such a ridiculous thing to say it's like i i love when people try to pull that car one first of all let, let me start here number one i'm not above calling a lady a bitch for the record i just don't i don't most of the time because i don't run into women that i want to call bitch most of the time it's just it's always i try to be so fucking understanding sometimes where i'm like well you know she put me having a bad day and it's a and now if it was a dude i'd probably be like that dude's just a fucking bitch right but i'm not above it so don't think that that's somehow like, oh, God, right, I called a woman a bitch. He's going to kill himself. Two, <laughs> two, I'm talking about a group of fucking people that includes men. Like, I, I I didn't have time to go individually like, okay, um, this lady, she's the bitch, and this one isn't. Three, I'm certain there's some of them that I would single out and literally call a bitch. I don't remember the names off the top of my head, but if we, if someone wants to send me the list, we'll go down and I'll go, this one's a bitch. This one's kind of cool. This one's a bitch. She just needs some friends. Like I could go down the list and tell you, this is, I'm not above that shit. Like I don't, don't let the niceness fool you, man. I just don't call all women bitches. I don't think all women, I don't do it that way, but the word bitch is like nigga to me. It can mean a lot of shit and it's all contextual. And, uh, if you want to get your panties in a bunch about it, then be fine and be mad. It's, I'm not going to be, so be mad. Someone should. I just think that it's funny that he was like, make, he was like making the point yeah. that you, that you were calling his women bitches and then he called you a bitch in the same yeah way i should I, you know what i should respond i should have responded pretending he called karen a bitch <laughs> i'm like oh so you gonna call my wife a bitch that's your answer to me calling people bitch you just gonna call my wife a bitch even though you directed this message directly to me no man i ain't cool with that eight bit also like that none of his little friends co-signed it and nothing like they quiet man they some i'm telling they roaches with the lights cut off i'm not even mad at them at this point it's just annoying and stupid like I, 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 it's, it's, it's one of those times where it's like you go into something you're like alright y'all motherfuckers wanna fight what's up and then they go I don't wanna fight no it's that it's that thing where it's like fuck this dude uh, yeah yeah fuck him man uh, you, so you trying y'all say something about me nah man I was just uh, uh just, we just talking why, why don't you let it go so it's like <laughs> um, it's, all, it's all like you know just trying to be popular shit I don't care yeah. that's, that's some bullshit that's all I think it is too. It's like they got a crew and they was all hurt together and shit and they they could tell each other they're all right and shit. But like I said, the hypocrisy is what threw me, you know, shit like that, like the bitch thing you noticed and a lot of this complaints they had about the show and then they would let those things slide when it came to insulting the host and the co host and his wife. Those things were fine then. Like it's okay to call his wife a bitch, but you know it's not okay for him to cut a woman off if they're talking during the show so you know and, and i love how they try to pull i see like them tweeting about it they try to pull this shit where we're the ones who need to let it go because we're defending the person while they've literally been talking about this dude for uh about a half a year now yeah but now it's too late oh just let it go let it go like you fuck you you let it you, let it go last week so wait the difference between let it go and talk about it was a week 
Seven, seven, seven days like seven days later now it's time to let it go i don't even care about it you know it's like y'all motherfuckers talk about this shit for months the second someone outfit a different opinion y'all tried to shut them down but that was your main complaint about the guys like well he shut y'all he shut us down when we gave a, I'm like no y'all are the shutdown crew that's what y'all do y'all try to shut everybody down and talks about shit and it's why you know that's why the show got better when they left honestly and that's why it's gonna be better and more successful and because y'all are just people that hold people back y'all are dream killers that can't fucking support anything you don't know how to support so you know it's like a bra with no underwire or some shit it's hanging <laughs> everywhere no support no support at all they do feel better because that underwire cut your skin yeah um all right we no, should probably I disagree do. i feel uncomfortable without an underwire <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i hear you um so i uh, uh another thing talking about bitch ass people um Nerds and gamers. I've been hearing this shit go around for quite some time and someone should straighten this out. Um, a lot of video gamers are saying that the Walking Dead video game by Telltale, which is one of the best video games I've ever played, is really funny. It's a, it's kind of a point and click video game. So you, it's not like it's you need my to, speed. yeah, you don't even know all the buttons and all that stuff That's as much. Good. Um, but, uh, it, it, it People are saying you. the game essentially is based on choices that you make. Like, uh, should you save this person? Do you let this person die? Do you, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, um, uh, one thing I've been hearing in these reviews and people trying to diss uh, Mass Effect 3 because nerds were really hurt by Mass Effect 3. But they're lying. They were hurt by it? Yeah, they were hurt. Like, you had your main character had to make an actual decision. Oh, I remember you talking. Yeah, about and it was emotional. Like and nerds aren't used to being accessed on an emotional level where it's like, yeah, my I had to kill my main character to save the universe. Like, you know, uh-uh. we're used to impossible white man endings where you just pull the trigger enough times. It's like, you and then, next series. yeah, Master Chief survived a nuclear explosion at the heart of the fucking thing. It's like, uh, okay, y'all just don't want people to be mad, but come on, he would die. So, um, yeah, so, so people were hurt and shit. And Walking Dead has a similar, like, sacrificial type of ending. And people keep saying this thing where they go, well, at least it offers real choice, not like Mass Effect 3. You can get multiple endings. No, you can't. It can only end, like, two ways. It's the same thing. Like, why are y'all so hurt about Mass Effect 3? It's the same fucking thing. It's really good, man. Like, both of these games are really good. It's about the journey and all this shit. But let's not get carried away, man. It's, you know, it's kind of like when someone starts dating a new dude or a new chick and they start lying and shit like, well, you know, the thing is, he's more sensitive to my old boyfriend. And then they say that while, like, on their old boyfriend's Facebook page or some shit. It's like, who is this really about, you know? That's bullshit. Right. You're just trying to diss, like, Mass Effect 3 to, like, uh by using this other game like don't do that just compliment the game dog it's weird so so in the romantic sense like mm-hmm. mass effect 3 is like your old boyfriend yeah it's like your and- ex-boyfriend <laughs> yeah and and then and walking dead is like this new dude that you that like got your number at a bar but you're not you haven't even gone on date one and then you start pretending like it's so great like oh he's so he's so much better than you it's like wait a minute aren't they the same like fucking type of dude like how did you uh, what it means is that that the nerd who's playing the games kind of sucks yeah that's what i believe too it's why i don't like i said it's why i play games like shit but i don't call myself a gamer man because i don't want to be affiliated with these niggas (laughs) 
like i don't like there's so yeah, many groups where i'm like i do that shit but i don't get mad like you let's stay away i don't you know i there was a podcast um that i can't remember the name of it or i was saying but on google plus i always get invited to it's like come come listen to our podcast come check out the show live but the, the the titles of the episodes are like hating on mass effect 3 come join us live i'm like i don't want to do that <laughs> if that's my inclusion in nerd them then fuck it i won't be one if that's what i gotta do to be a nerd and i can yeah. can i love shit is that okay loving some shit around here like um i play i play sims mm-hmm. and uh i i don't yeah i don't care about all that stuff it, like the game constantly asks me if i want to like constantly like i play it all the time but like every time i play it the game is like um do you you want to share such and such on facebook and i'm like yeah. fuck no <laughs> like, no because that's not this is not an important part of my life like i don't care about this at all <laughs> yeah i have a, a raptor which is like a video game like social media site that yeah. i'm part of and you can change your status on there to update whatever you wanted to say so I change it all the time because I think it's funny how people judge people for playing video games. So I say stuff like, uh, even though he's a grown ass man, Rod is playing and it'll like fill in what game it is. <laughs> uh, I think, I think one time, uh, I had it, it used to say, taking a break from hentai porn, Rod is playing such and such. And, uh, couple, I think, uh, Tatiana got a little bit like offended or whatever. So I took that one down. Uh, uh, I don't know. She was just tripping about something. I don't know. Uh, I think she was like, sir. Because you didn't like watch, um, you know, like regular old American porn or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, cartoon girls uh, getting raped by tentacle monsters could be a little controversial. I get it. But uh, <laughs> the, the fact that she knew what it was says a lot about her, says a lot about Tatiana. Hello. Mm-hmm. She's a freak, y'all. All right, man. Um, uh, the last the last thing I'll talk about for random thoughts home. Um, we're still on random thoughts. Yeah, like yeah. We're almost done with them. Um, <laughs> my boss gave us a cliche speech at work, uh, comparing football to winning the, uh, comparing working to playing football and winning the Super Bowl. Oh, it's not the same. It was everything in Wait, me. Say that again? Like, um, he was giving a speech about work, right? And uh-huh. he starts comparing what we're doing at work to football stuff. Like, uh-huh. a football game. So he's like, look, guys, we gotta be good at, catching the small things all right got to make sure we're catching the small mistakes we got to be good at blocking and tackling got to make sure we're picking dudes uh no there's a woman in the room and everything if my boss started talking about this shit i'd be like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know know if it's one of those like things where you're i don't know you know it's the playoffs maybe he's been watching a lot of tv or something yeah did i tell y'all to be sure you run your hot routes He's like, that's what would have been great too if he would have got really detailed where none yes. of us followed it. He's like, we got to pick up the blitzes. We got to make sure that we're in our zone, safe, uh, zone coverage on defense. Yeah. We don't want to get out there, caught on the corner, then man to man coverage. You got to get yeah. your safety over, you know. And be, and, and, and be sure your running back, you know, stays on route and be sure your quarterback hangs in the pocket. Right. Read the eyes of the quarterback oh. because you don't want one <laughs> pump faking you, okay? Excuse me, sir. Does this mean that you guys are going to start wearing tight pants? Because that's all I care about. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> like I was like, am I supposed to be putting on eye black under my under my eyes right now? Is that my go team go? Like after the meeting, I should have did the Ray Lewis dance and shit. That woo, that, that <laughs> all that shit. Because you know, I'm okay with wearing them if you guys are wearing them. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what's funny too is um now my my manager man, she's hilarious man. So um we like we go through the whole meeting and we're side by side, so I can't look at her, which, which is good. Which is good. This happens to me a lot, where uh if somebody does know I'm funny. It's better if we can't look at each other when something funny is happening. We're not supposed to be laughing. Okay, yes. Because if I can, I will lose my shit. I'll just be like, oh, God. So we couldn't see each other. So we're leaving the office. And uh, so everybody's kind of walking in front of us. And she's like, uh, I know you wanted to laugh. And I was like, what? She's like, I know you wanted to laugh. I was like, uh, at what? Because <laughs> we're still, we're still kind of in earshot. We're kind of waiting till we get further away. And she's like, you know, I was like, you know what I'm talking about? And I was like, oh, you talking about them, uh, them football metaphors? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And so I was like, and so we started cracking up. And so uh, a couple of days later, uh, I had to ask her for something at her desk. I was like, hey, I was looking at this account and I started this thing. What do you think about this? And she was like, uh, I think we need to do whatever, you know, whatever uh, thing we need to do to fix it. I was like, okay, cool. I'll make sure to get on that. Uh, make sure we go all the way to the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> so I just been adding football shit in every time. Every time I had to ask her a question, I just was like, "Hey, it's fourth and long. Here we go." <laughs> She's like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, oh I, f- I, f- I fumbled the ball. We got a setback. <laughs> yeah. Now we're third and thirty-two. Do you think we're gonna make it? Right. I might do my. I think I'm gonna have a pretty good performance review. Like, uh, have y'all ever been in a meeting for everybody? Right. They're talking to everyone in general about issues at work. Mm-hmm. And then you realize two things. One, people you work with have been acting crazy. But then two, (laughs) number two, you could have gotten away with so much more shit than what you do. Like they're doing a meeting. They're like, listen, people have to stop using vacation days for sick days. All right. I was like, you can do that. (laughs) Like, we're going to have to start writing it up. I was like, who fucking thinks like that? You know what? I'm not. I'm I'm sick. I've used all my sick days. Throw a vacation day on there. I'm not coming in. Like what? I didn't even. That would never cross my mind. I would come to work sick before I thought to use my vacation day as a sick day. It just because I it just seems like something you're not supposed to do. I don't know. There's a bunch of shit like that. It's like guys got to start coming to work on time. I was like, motherfuckers are routinely not coming to work on time. One dude, oh, yeah. one dude, and for the record, he's white, so don't guess the race black on this. But one dude, they just know ah! him. They know him as the dude who's late to work. Well, so, damn. They're like, you could just get to work on time. I was like, that's a, what? And they didn't that's fire a, him? That's allowed? They, apparently, they're not they, writing him up, nothing. They don't do occurrences and no shit like that? Uh, no, apparently they're going to start, but that's just one of those things where I was just like, that, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, that, that was one of the things too, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we were in this meeting and shit, and and they're talking about all the stuff that we need to do, and and and, and things are gonna start. And I just remember being like, "Oh man, I I could have been late to work so many times." So I think my I think my review is gonna be pretty nice and amicable. So I might try to throw in some football analysis into my review. <laughs> yeah, can we hear some of it? I might be like, you know, uh, uh, well, you know, this year, uh, I really stepped up my game, improved my 40 time, uh, try to make sure I run my routes crisp and precise. Uh, got it. My blocking was good this year. Blocking and tackling, you know, I'm a two way player. Ah! 
<laughs> just, trying, just trying to uh, make sure that, you know, I had a couple false start penalties, and that's my fault. I'm working on that. <laughs> Something to get better for next year. Ah! You know, definitely got to understand when I, I leave know, I the got, pocket. I, got, I, did a, I did a couple of face masks. And, yeah. you know, I, I didn't mean to. When I leave the huddle, I really got to understand the snap count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like face mask, face mask. Yes, yes. I know what that is. <laughs> hey, Joanna. Now you're you're a single lady. Do you pretend to like sports for these dudes? Do you ever do that I, move? No, because I think it gets you into trouble. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. I, will, I mean, I'm happy to watch sports with guys, um, but there are a couple. Sp- like I love basketball and I love uh, soccer, so I'm happy to watch those. Okay. Um, I'm okay with going to like. I, I like baseball, but I hate watching it on television. I think it's boring as shit. So it is. Um, but I like going to the game because I think it's fun. Like the crowd is fun, drinking beer is fun, and um, you know, hot dogs and stuff, and yelling. And I like that. I like baseball. It's just boring on TV. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I, I I just always found those women to be the most annoying. Like yeah, and the pretending to like sports chicks. And and a lot of times, uh, those chicks get the shock of their lives when the dudes really you know some dudes really start asking like deep questions and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, like, and and I and I recognize that like sports aren't that important to me, so. Like, I like watching it. I think it's fun. But, you know, I try to be upfront with it. <laughs> like, being like, uh, Honest. uh, yeah, I don't know the players' names or like, I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't really know what's happening in the season and stuff. Like, they're like, oh, it's, it's a, an important playoff game tonight. And I was like, what sport? And they're like, <laughs> football and i was like okay cool and then i because i because you know when you're bartending you have to change the tvs at work and stuff yeah i had to look for the game last night but i didn't know what was going on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i always like the chicks who try to pretend and shit and they don't know it's like oh my sports ball this is great you're like "Uh, (laughs) who who is the who is the team that is winning right now it's like uh, the the bears are winning. Oh, I love the bears. It's like, okay, cool. It's like, you know, or you'll be like, or they'll try to use like reference, like, like you'll be like, yeah, Chicago Bears, uh, they're up by three right now, and it's like, uh, Chicago, I know uh, that's a city. You're like, okay, man. Ah, yes. I know that's a city. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to prove anything. You can sit here and like, be quiet. Um, I was watching the Bulls game last night, but the TV was so far away, I couldn't what the score was mm-hmm. and so like I had to look up online you know to see who won or lost because I, I can't really tell what's happening <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean I'm like oh man the other team scored again but I don't even remember who they played last night <laughs> so, like, uh, I don't know last game I saw for the Nick was them playing against the Knicks and uh, they were whooping the Knicks ass too it was funny yeah. um Twitter, my my Twitter's full of Knicks fans, so that's always funny when they lose. I can't I can't say anything about the Knicks these days if somebody got a bitch. So it's like, and I'm talking to all the people bitching, not just women. Eight bit. Um, all right. Speaking of just women, uh, here's a here's an article. Is my vibrator ruining my relationship? No, it enhances it. <laughs> Ruin your relationship? No. Well, vibrator start the party. What are we talking about here? I'm really glad that um, uh, women are starting to get some of this because for t- years and years, it's been focused on men alone. Like men, p- 
pornography is ruining my it's, relationship. It's so focused on men. It's just like in a sideways way because this is like really about men's insecurities. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, well, I guess then you would say pornography articles that they constantly write are kind of about women's insecurities. So that would kind of make sense uh, to some extent. But I think it also fucks up. It's supposed to fuck up your own internal like self-esteem and worth where it's like, why am I using my vibrator? You know, why am I watching for That's why. I'm sorry, sweetie. And the thing that makes me upset, it, 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 it makes me mad. It's like, it's okay for dudes to have blow up dolls and, and all this shit. But for a woman to tap anything about her sexuality, it's like, if you ain't using my dick, girl, well, is you ain't it being fucked right? Fuck you. Here's the thing. One, is that really what it's trying to say? Like, because I wonder if the person that writes this article thinks that it's okay for men to watch porn. I feel like they would say no to that, too. Yeah, yeah and I, I think you're right, Rod. Yeah, and, and I think, too, it also depends on who you're asking. And also, I think, and I, and this is just, I guess, for me, just my perspective and mm-hmm. how I feel about sex and sexuality. A lot of people look at when it comes to porn and things, oh, that's just what guys do. You know, that mm-hmm. that's just what they do. But, you know, that woman, you know, you're not supposed to use any toy because my mm-hmm. dick is the best dick in the whole wide world, girl. And if I ain't <laughs> fucking you, you ain't gonna come and you can't make it without a real dick. Right. And the thing is that, you know what? Guess what? Dudes get fucking tired. Sometimes you want to go two to three rounds and they can't always perform. Or sometimes I'm at home by myself and you're not here and I want to fuck. So you know what? I grab a toy. It satisfies my mood too. Just, you know, just like it does for you. So I don't see a problem with it. And my thing is that you have a fucking insecurity if you think something that has some some double D batteries is going to replace you. Are we going yeah. to get past the title or are we just going to... Oh, we might. <laughs> I'll just, I'll keep trying to read it. can't <laughs> just get mad. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> anyway. I agree. Because like, I also think that a lot of times, like, women are just, they don't think that that they're allowed to, like, figure out what they want or to explore themselves. And, like, it's, like, it's a taboo thing still. And what the fuck year is it? Like, seriously, come on, guys. Like, if you want to understand yourself, if you want to know who you are, that also includes your sexual self. Like, you have to be willing to explore and and try out things and see what works for you. And a lot of times for women, that that takes longer. It takes a lot of self exploration. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. Masturbation. Hello. And, and, <laughs> and also, I think too is that. Men and women are very, very different when it comes to sexual and sexuality. And Roger has talked about it. It's almost like uh, when it comes to men, a lot of times, you, men, every man is different. But you know what? At the end, he's going to bust a nut. But for women, it's a little different. We all don't come at the same rate. We all feel things differently. We're very, very, very different. And guess what? How can I tell you how to fuck me right if I don't know how to how, what makes me come and, and the things that make me feel good? That toy might hit a spot that you ain't never hit before, so I can tell you to move to the left and to the right, and there it is right there. But if I ain't never did anything to get me there, how I know to give you the right directions to do the, to do the thing right? So I want to come too. It ain't always about men. <laughs> But I, I I challenge men the same way though because I think a lot of men don't know that they can they can have multiple orgasms or they can like uh, they can also change up their orgasm pattern. I think men think that they have to have one sort of you know and they 
they can change too. Like just like the women explorers, a man can explore as well. So, All so right. do it, guys. Do it. Okay, let's get to the article. Sorry. <laughs> Not long ago, you got two women, baby. So I don't. <laughs> I save these topics for when we have women guests too. I don't know what I'm thinking. I should do this shit with the dudes, and they're just like, I don't know if she can't get off with a dick. I don't give a fuck. It's like, all right, man. Next article. Um, not long ago, I informed my boyfriend that I ordered a Hitachi magic wand to keep at his place in New Jersey. Yes, Amazon sells them. And as of this writing, it's their best selling toy. I thought he'd be excited, perhaps, or at worst, simply amused. Instead, I could practically, practically hear the disdain over Gmail. I like to see you had to talk to a boyfriend over Gmail. That's funny. He said, do you even need me to come home anymore? Oh no! Damn, she just dating a weak, insecure ass nigga. They don't sound like no. Anyway, as a sex writer, I have a lot of toys, and this wasn't the first time. She's a sex writer, and he was like, "Ain't coming home anymore." What a bitch! Oh God, really? She was dating this dude. Call her a bitch, Ross. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about her right now too, not him at all. (laughs) Only women can be called the word bitch. No, no man has ever had that happen. As a sex writer, I have a lot of toys, and this wasn't the first time I brought the so-called Cadillac of vibrators, an extremely powerful plug-in electric massager that's been my go-to sex toy for over a decade. I already had one in my apartment in Brooklyn, so but I waited. Uh, I wanted one for the long stretches of time I spent at his place, and the toy is way too large and unwieldy to cart back and forth. Ha! <laughs> I like that. Like, it's a chainsaw or some shit. Like, yeah. It's just too much to carry. <laughs> How big is it? <laughs> yeah, you had to get that. You know what I thought of? Robin Williams was talking about how when he was uh, first shooting Mrs. Doubtfire, he's like he said that they filmed it in San Francisco, so he liked to walk into sex shops like mm-hmm. dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire and like pick up a gigantic dildo and be like, "Yes, but do you have anything bigger?" <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, uh, "He's it's just a vibrator." I told him, "Of course, I need and want you." That seemed obvious to me, but it wasn't as clear to him. As I probed further, I discovered I had tripped into a sensitive territory. Owning one Hitachi Magic Wand was all right. Apparently, two was overload, even for a boyfriend who once worked in the market for a sex toy company. Oh, my God. Wow. Really? He's this sensitive. It's not that I think you're going to leave me for your Hitachi, Tommy, but there's a caveman part of me that thinks I should be able to satisfy you shouldn't need a magic stick. And that's the problem that I was saying. It's something about a man's ego that thinks that his dick is just the solid gold. Yeah. It's and, the and, magic key. Yeah. And, and like, if my dick ain't making you come, girl, you ain't coming the right way. But you know what? The thing about toys, toys enhance the sexual experience. And I think a lot of times when it comes to toys, a lot of dudes, they, they, they did get soft because they were like, oh, you, I can't do it by myself. I, it's almost like it's almost a test of their ego. Like, I can't satisfy you. So you bring something outside of me into it. And all of a sudden, it's the issue is the problem. No, baby, I'm bringing this to enhance the relationship. Right. Like we, especially if you're in a loving relationship, we both want the climax we both want to come. I know you going to come. I might not come the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth time. But I would like somewhere in, in, in this right. night to have an orgasm. So my thing is that if you tired and you can't come, guess what? Room, room, plug it up. Start the lawnmower. Let's get it the <laughs> fucking going. Because we both need to come at the end of this experience. Yeah, it's, it's like being threatened by technology. It's like if a dude was happy with a uh, 8-bit cartridge instead of getting the Xbox 360 in 2013. It's like, really? 
you know I, i'm okay with this level of of toy but not this level of toy it's like why wouldn't you want to get the best uh, experience possible yeah, and it's and it's and it's not a test against your manhood <laughs> it's not a test against your ego or right. any of that but i think when it comes to to women and sexuality men just have this uh, all not all men but a lot of men have this huge hang-up like yeah. you know if i can't satisfy you with my dick it's a problem or it's an issue mm-hmm. or it's something wrong with my manhood they got the magic stick yes and that's not always true like i said it ain't nothing like the flesh y'all please don't get me wrong it it, it, it ain't nothing like 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 something good and hard up in you but you know what that toy is good and hard too now uh said uh-oh i heard about guys feeling threatened by their girlfriend's toys but i always made certain assumptions about them they were the same guys who didn't want their girlfriends to wear skort, uh, short skirts or low-cut co- low tops. The kind of guys Cindy Lauper was singing about and girls just want to have fun when she said some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. I lumped them all together into one unenlightened, closed-minded group of dudes who thought vibrators were for desperate single girls. I believe the to- that toys were accoutrements of a good sex life, not a replacement for one. Uh, yeah. so, some of the best lovers I've had come to the bedroom with their own arsenal, along with novel ideas about how to use them. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, if they come to the bed with their own arsenal, make sure those things are cleaned, and uh, probably you want to get a new one. You know, don't don't be using the second hand. No, 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 oh no! It, it, <laughs> if it, it, that's it, his move, you know, just make sure that it's, you saw it come out the plastic. I ain't that the truth, or, or or either you know have your own, you know, your own traveling bag full yeah. of your own toys that you know that you've cleaned and you washed. It's right. only been up in you, right? You be like, you don't need those. You can put those back up. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> you can put them back up. I don't know who you've been using them on. Yeah. We don't use these toys because I know these toys work on me. <laughs> Let and me they go are to disease free. Let me go to my bag. Um, oh I did. I my bag of dildos, yes. I didn't need to date. <laughs> it's literally a bag of dicks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a bag of dicks. I didn't need to date king or queen dildo at exactly, but I did need a lover who was open to their use, and my boyfriend certainly was. Up until the moment he'd been game uh, for most anything, handcuffs, vibrators, uh, rope, a ruler, and a flogger. What the I'm, hell are you doing with a ruler? And what the hell is a flogger? Uh, that's like uh, that's this whip thing. Sweetheart. You can kind of spank people with it. And so is the roar. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, what I'll is pull up a picture for you. Um, I've been I've been sent so many toys to review that we had to arrange the b- bedside table to accommodate the stash, and yet a girl can have too many vibrators for her lover's comfort. And I guess I had crossed the line. It surprised wow. me. My boyfriend was open minded. Nothing like the Neanderthal men of my anti-sex toy imagination. He loved when I dressed up in sexy outfits when we went out. Once I wore a very revealing dress to the grocery store, he reported back to me who'd been checking me out. He laughed when, which I always, always thought it was a little bit weird. But, you know, if you're into that, you're into that. But I always thought it was a little weird where it's like this idea of like, this dude wanted to fuck you. And that's, that's, that's what's turning me on. I'm like, uh, I, I just like you because I want to fuck you. So I don't care what that dude thinks. But some people get off on that, man. Yes, they do. A lot of yeah. dudes that do that. Um, he laughed when I told him about the random emails I got saying things like cupcake wars, producer wants to bone you, or he'd been open with me about his sexual past and had never so much as hinted that there was anything wrong with mine. But now the Cadillac of vibrators had him worried. Was I no longer happy in bed? Why did I have to seek out plug in stimulation? Mm, so it goes on further. It's a, it's a long read, but, uh, yeah, man. Um, 
apparently uh women these vibrators might be ruining our relationships man I, I think a soft ass pussy ass dude is ruining that, that relationship yes. and, and I'm going to tell you right now like Roger say pull out your dick women pull out your dicks too pull out your bag of dicks and if he has an issue with that that will determine if y'all need to go further on with it yeah so that seems pretty simple to me um, that's actually one of my favorite tests I'm like uh, hang on a second let me get out my vibrator and they're like what <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean is my dick isn't the magic key to you unlocking your orgasms it's the only way mm-hmm. no um, like, I'm, uh, no sorry, baby I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry to, to, to disappoint you alright we got some guest to race articles I'm so sorry you're such a bitch <laughs> that's the truth we got some guest to race articles guys this plastic guys. item make you cry I'm never in your sleep. I'm so sorry sir I'm never gonna I'll get to intimidate you. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, this is my fault. This is not Bye. your fault, y'all. I shouldn't Bye. even rock this up. Yeah. God, relax. We're just having fun. Uh, I know. Hey, have fun, <laughs> guys. Uh, don't worry about me. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that, that, that these double A, double D's, C <laughs> battery is intimidating to your penis. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't want me to play with myself when you're not around. No, I'm I'm sorry. Like, right, real, like really, these they don't even want to watch or nothing. Like, they just really are like, oh no, ugh, get out of here. Like, what? Yeah, but, but but it's this, it's, and I guess that that's that's the thing. It's like, okay, it's okay for you to watch porn and you to jack off. But if I watch porn and I use a toy, I touch myself. That's where you draw the line. What's the, to me? It's no yeah. difference. I think the only difference is that it's louder. That's it. Hey, yeah, true. It is louder now. So you just come in the house and it's like, like, okay, she's in there. Okay, I'll just go. Yeah. Just wait for the wait for the vibrating to go down, man, or go in there anyway. I don't know what happens. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Join the party. It is a party starter. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you started without me. Okay, I already know you in the mood. Mm-hmm. Hey, but yeah. instead, it's like, oh, uh, something wrong there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's a salacious headline. Saying it's ruining her relationship when the real truth is. Like, I thought her, I thought the article would have been like, oh, I'm using my vibrator too much and I don't want to have sex. And then I would be like, okay, I can see how you think that's ruining your relationship, you know, because whatever. But when it's literally just my, my man is being a bitch about this particular toy, it's like, eh, that's not, that's not the toy fault. That's, yeah. that, you know, I, Right. And also go to adamandeve.com and use code TBGWT. And my thing is that I got you for free. I paid good money for this toy. I'm going to use it. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Oh, God. It's like an email address. You should send her a copy. Like, you should link her a copy of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, once you get past the part about me and uh, the bitches, and you can get yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I spent, I spent $99.99. I spent $100 on this and got a, a half off of 50, you know, 50% half off using the code. We're going to make this bitch run. Right. Um, <laughs> all right, man. We have some guests to race and stuff, too. But uh, I guess we'll do another just crazy article since uh, you guys really seem to enjoy that one. So uh, let's, let's do this one. Um, why diet when you can pump junk food out of your stomach? Oh my god! What do you mean out of your stomach? Uh, well, pump uh, Gizmodo is where this is published. Wait, is it like one of those pump it like like um, the sneakers we used to have? You know, like, like a like the uh, the the air, the pumps that yeah, do yeah, yeah. Nah, it's a little different than that. Um, and I have like a like a basketball symbol, like what do you call it? A basketball on my stomach, and just press it and be like. 
I think uh, more people would do it if it was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, apparently what it is is an actual uh, tube that they would put inside of your stomach. <gasps> and then uh, there's like a this nozzle looking thing on the front of your, your stomach, uh, in like your abdominal area. And you hook up this machine to it and it pumps out junk food after you eat it. And uh, the, the, the. So now we're condoning bulimia, essentially. Yeah, basically, you eat whatever Why you want. Why would you do that? So you can get the taste of the food. It's like being a bulimic. Like she said, you can get the taste of the food, but not actually have to deal with, um, you know, the. Uh, not have to actually deal with the calories and. Fuck that. If I ate it, I wanted that shit. Okay. Mm hmm. So uh, I guess no one's for this. And no, and you know what? Everybody that, that went up for this is white. Everybody, okay, <laughs> I don't don't know how you got to that one, but uh, that's my conclusion. Understood, ma'am. Understood. Uh, another article: uh, A Tennessee teacher has been suspended. Wait, I want to know why she said that. Because th- yeah, she's racist. That's why. <laughs> why how long? Wait, saying? aren't you? Haven't you been listening to the shows? Karen is clearly racist. Yeah, I like. I want to know. I want to know, know what her reasoning is. Okay, that's Karen. Really hilarious. To me. What are your? Uh, what's your reasoning for thinking everybody involved is white, Karen? Because oh, I'm white, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joanna's white. In case we haven't noticed yet because my thing is this who black you know want to eat some shit that they like and pump that shit out their body that shit makes no sense i eat it i wanted it that shit needs to stay there if i ain't eating right my fat ass need to work out exercise eat less do do it the right way okay all right so you Man, I, I might be wrong i might be wrong but you, but, you satisfied your honor <laughs> yes, I love that. Thank you, Karen. Oh, you're welcome. I was like, this makes no sense because if that's the case, they would have one for Hog Mall, for Chitlins, Fatback, all that bullshit. You know, if if we were trying to pump out shit, we do that's not good for you. No, but you're talking about junk food. Chitlins were until I listened to your show. We do it for the people because my my thing is this. Ooh, I ate ate too many ate too many ta- potato chips. Who popping out potato chips? Junk food. Who popping out Cheetos or slushy? Why do people eat chitlins? I don't. <laughs> damn it, I don't know. I used to eat it when I was a little kid. To somebody messed around and told me what it was. Then I was like, Oh, I don't want that bullshit. No, Mm-mm. I don't want. I don't want. I don't eat nothing from the ass. I'm good. Like it's there or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but but that's why I think they white, baby. I, I didn't mean to get Roger off topic, but that's why I think they white because that shit don't make no. Oh, fuck sense. it! No, let's just stay off topic. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That, that that makes no that makes no sense. Sometime I'm gonna come to your house, you guys, and I'm gonna spend like a week with you, and we're just gonna have a blast because I love I love talking to you both. It's so much fun. All right, uh, no problem. Just don't egg oh. Karen on too much. <laughs> This is, just, this is just show stuff. Um, speaking of uh, show stuff, um, a teacher got suspended in Tennessee after school officials said she made about 20 eighth grade boys use toothbrushes to scrub a restroom where graffiti had appeared. According, according to the Knoxville News Sentinel, two of the boys were taken to the hospital after other students sprayed them in the face with an industrial solvent that was being used. What? I don't see how that's the teacher's fault. Honestly, that's I mean, them being irresponsible. I don't know why they were, they were suspending the teacher, but um, 
Anderson County school officials said Norwood middle school teacher Darla Williams was placed on a three day unpaid leave with while an investigation was carried out. Uh, a school official said Williams was then put on a personal leave. Uh, parent Jay Huckabay said Williams conducted the punishment at the end of November 29th school day and took cell phone pictures to taunt the students. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why she fucked yeah. up. Well, she could have just been documented. I don't know. I'm terribly disturbed, said Huckabay, who probably has a badass graffiti painting kid. Uh, <laughs> he said his son took a, to, uh, he had to take him to a doctor the day after the incident because the boy complained his eyes were burning and because his son's a little bitch, probably. And M. Hurt, uh, the county school system's uh, human resource director, said school officials investigated the incident, including interviews with the students involved. Wow. Yeah. A letter placed in Williams' personnel file December 11th by school director Larry M. Foster warned Williams that she could be dismissed if additional infractions of this nature occur again. In his letter, Foster noted previous conduct instances stating the decision to invoke the suspension is due to the egregiousness of the incident and prior violations. Uh, they don't say what the prior violations are. Um, it says she was previously insubordinate to her principal and had a verbal oh. altercation with a parent and had inappropriate oh. discussions with students during instructional time. Oh, oh was well, she wilding out then? Well, this is all according to them. Another parent of a boy who was sent to clean the restroom said he has never seen a school with the problems of Norwood Middle. Um Are we playing against the race? No. What she Williams did um, the- he should just come to Chicago, dude. Like <laughs> Well they can go on, <laughs> Yeah, they can go on strike and get all these benefits. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Um uh, what what she did to the eighth grade class was unthinkable, said Jeff Palmer, father of one of the boys punished. They were humiliated and bullied. Fuck, I hate the word bullied now. We have turned bullied into something it was not meant to be. Mm-mm. Yeah. It is literally just a buzzword that you use when someone does something you don't like yes, now. Yes, it is. It's yeah. not even bullied. A teacher bullied them by making them clean graffiti from the bathroom. That's called a lesson. I ain't that. That's called discipline. Yeah, that's why I'm never on these fucking parents' side when they're like, the teacher went too far. Like, what the fuck? You know how much shit these teachers have to go through? Then with your badass little spoiled entitled ass fucking kids? Like, Good grief. And they did some and shit that they had no business doing. Yeah, they put my kid in handcuffs. What was they doing? Biting the teacher and fucking up his knee? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. They, they, he should have just talked them down. I'm sure there's a way, you know, to talk to a kid. And be that'll, reasonable. That'll make a badass kid understand that, you know, this is an important decision. It's like when my dad, my dad was a teacher for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of his career, they started telling teachers not to break up fights because then they would be liable. Yep. You know, like if and I just, I'm like, are you going to let these little kids, like, practically kill each other? Because my dad taught at a, mm-hmm. at a school where there were, like, a lot of gangs and stuff. You are, you know, and, you know liable. And they can yeah. sue you and sue the school system and all kinds yeah. of shit. Yeah. Probably and, Eastside, and huh? These kids are, <laughs> these kids are, like, these kids are, like, bringing knives and shit to school and, like, guns and stuff sometimes. And, like, you're, you know... They're going to, they might kill each other, like literally kill each other. And I just, I don't want, uh, so it's not okay to punish them by making them clean up the shit that they did. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really ridiculous. Like that, that people have to be like, uh, cause the thing is, you know, maybe all 20 of them didn't do the graffiti, but that's how it's kind of like, uh, the, like a punishment. Like one time my brother wrote something on a wall and he kept lying and saying it wasn't him. 
and my dad was like i'm gonna hit both of y'all with a belt on the hand until one of y'all admits it and when i got and once i got hit for the shit that my brother did that wasn't me i was going to kill him and then my dad knew it wasn't me and my brother admitted but you know it's like i took that hit but he ended up being the one getting punished and if if we would have walked out that room and nobody admitted to it literally uh he would have been fucked up for the rest of the week because I would have been fucking him up. Like, that's yeah. kind of what you do. It's like the army where they like everyone's peeling potatoes and it's like, fuck, everybody got peeled potatoes because one person fucked up and won't admit it, you right, know? Right. But that person won't fuck up again because, you know, you, y'all will you figure don't want out. the rest of your regiment to be pissed at you. Right. Like, yeah, and like I said, I, I, for me, I'm a big punk ass. Somebody tried that bullshit one time when I was a little kid out in the country with some of my country ass friends, and they was, I mean, my country ass family, and they was talking about, well, I don't know who did, and I know my black ass was not outside, so I don't know what the fuck happened, and I looked at them, I said, look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I don't know who did it, but my black ass not, I, I ain't, didn't do it, and I'm not getting beat for none of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna, like, I could just picture you at six years old saying that. Oh, I want to play. I was um, like, I'm not, ta- I'm not taking, I'm not going down for you. Another thing that's been in the news lately with, uh, video games, uh, after the Newton, Connecticut, Newtown, Connecticut shooting that 20 kids got killed, six adults got killed, and then the shooter and, and like his mom or some shit. Um, people have been having this raging debate. Uh, the NRA tried to deflect the blame on the video games. And that will take no responsibility. That's fucking it. up our culture and all this shit. So there's a uh, a a a town in Connecticut that is collecting and destroying video games. Uh, what? Yeah, oh it's like book burning or something. Yeah, that was their what plan. Eighteen fifty two. How you gonna just 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 bust up in folks and place and just be like, we burned it? No, 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 no. They it? don't. They don't bust in there and take them. Care you go and volunteer to give them your video games for them to burn? Oh, that's completely different. Yeah. I was about to say, unless you're paying for that shit, no. Now, eventually, the 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 whole event was canceled and shit, but. Just, uh, that's just a quick note of like, man, stop blaming video games for crazy shit. Sometimes, some shit is just crazy. Well, I think you just have to be a responsible parent. Do not give your children things that are going to, you know, no, no, why would you give your children stuff that, like, yeah, it, violent. most of the stuff is already broken up to where only an adult can buy it. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. a kid is playing a violent video game, their parents don't care. They want You're them taking to. taking all the responsibility but off then, the parents. But then, but then number two, I don't think that's what's making people kill anyone. Honestly. No, I don't either. You but, know, I just, it's like such a ridiculous, like the entire argument they're making is so ridiculous. Like your kid played Call of Duty and now he shot up the school. It's like, um, so the other, the, the most popular video game selling in America, the, what about the other 70 million people that own a copy and didn't hurt anyone like, right come on well, All right. that's the same argument that the the rnc is making to keep guns in people's houses so i don't right, right. i'm not i'm not gonna get on that sorry rod it's all right. we'll be talking about that forever all right let's do some guest array so the audience is going to revolt um <gasps> yes they are and i don't need any part of the show okay i don't need any uh eight page letters so here's the first article ah! um Calling you a bitch, that right? teacher yeah. of having a relationship with a student. Tonight she is out of a job and facing criminal charges. Drew Caritas has details from Clear Creek High School in League City tonight. Drew? 
haven't said exactly how old this student is or where this student and teacher were reportedly meeting up. We can tell you that the investigation started last month and centered around a woman who most recently taught right here at Clear Creek High School. She's been teaching in the Clear Creek School District for the last 10 years, but accusations that she's been crossing the line with a student have put a stop to that. Investigators handcuffed Stephanie Forbes at her home in League City. When we went there, her father was hesitant to talk. Oh, uh, she's not here. We just wanted to get a comment on the charges. No charges. No, no comment. He <laughs> said, we want to get a comment on the charges. He said, no charges. I mean, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know what to say. Just no. Just get away. <laughs> now out on bond, her father claims she wasn't home. You have to try to talk to her. She's not here. Do you know where she is? She's back. No, I don't. And we quickly found out. By the way, only y'all ever noticed that it's only these um, news reports from the South where uh, people actually answer the door to say yeah. to say no. Like that's not true. It I, of the ones we've been doing, man, is always somebody like. Uh, from from down south, man, that that answers the door. It's like people up north just don't even answer the door to say fuck you. Oh yeah, but the people up north don't answer the door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're the only ones <laughs> down <laughs> south. The we're the only ones polite enough to answer the door. Like, hey, uh, is it true that you killed those little kids? Uh, look, no comment, man. Okay, just uh, get off my porch, please. Uh, sir, uh, sir, we know you're a baby killer. Uh, please get off my porch door. Step back from the door so I can close it. Like even like I wouldn't even answer the fucking door. I was like, no asshole, I'm not answering the door. <laughs> like who is it? It's a dude with a microphone and a camera. Don't answer the door, you know. But only in the south, man. Got some good people down yeah, here. Yeah, our parents are like our parents teach us to be like look out the window, look there. Like, you don't have to answer the door. <laughs> turn, <laughs> right. Like, turn the TV back up and shit. Yeah. That the subject no. <laughs> in this neighborhood was a sensitive one. Um, no, I haven't heard about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. That's the truth. Get out my face, these cameras. She even was like, thanks. They getting all these people to answer their door, though. My thing is, why would the news reporter put that bit on the television? They don't care, man. She said, no, I haven't heard about it. (laughs) We need two minutes of footage no matter what. They don't give a fuck. It's like... Like the only thing missing from this footage, and there's still a minute to go, is like uh, the the one black dude that that's like I seen the shit. That's the only thing missing from this shit. Oh, I miss that guy. That's my favorite guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my favorite dude too. It's, black people always get embarrassed. That's my favorite person. It's like oh shit, a crackhead saw it. Let's go. Troubled by the accusations. Uh, you hope uh, that it won't happen, but as we've seen in the past, it does. Outside Clear Creek High School, parents were just learning of the charges against the now former teacher. Some more shocked than others. No, I'm not surprised. Why is that? Because we hear about it so often. Hey, baby, this is something that's ongoing, and it's maybe uh, human nature to some degree. uh. You know better. It's a student. Come on now. You teaching the kids? Why would you want to have a relationship with the kids you're trying to teach? (laughs) <laughs> kind of example for the kids, or, you know, or nothing. And investigators allege this wasn't a one-time incident. The sexual relationship between this 40-year-old and the student reportedly went on for a while. That is until the student's family found... By the way, I feel like that lady is the lady I was talking about. Let me go back a second and listen to her again. You know better. It's a student. Come on now. You teaching the kids? Why would you want to have a relationship with the kids you're trying to teach? Her name is Mary Johnson, too. I love just everything about her. 
You're not setting no kind of example for the kids, or, you know, or nothing. An investigator's okay. alleged the only thing that can make that better is if she sucked her dentures. Right. Reportedly went on for a while. That is until the student's family found out and contacted authorities. We're told Forbes had it in her resignation last month. She is out of jail on a condition that she stays away from children if an adult is not present. Documents state that wow. the student involved is a child 16 years old or younger. Oh. What made her want that dick? Like, I need some 16-year-old dick, y'all. I've never... Like I say, and, and, and my thing is that I understand, you know, younger dudes and things like that, but that there's a certain level, you know, it put like this, if you're at home with your mama and ain't shit coming in your name, we can't drink no alcohol, you can't rent a hotel, you can't <laughs> rent a rental car, what, what, what the fuck am I going to do with you? All right, let, so, uh, Joanna, guess the race of the teacher who carried on this relationship with a student. She was white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think. Africa rapist. That's white. I'll keep it simple. Color of bird turds. That's white. What's oh the God. What's the teacher want from a teenage dick? What the fuck? Okay. White white woman who didn't know she couldn't do that. Privilege. One who went to see Django not to see Slave Revenge, <laughs> but to relive the good old days when white people could say oh nigga freely. <laughs> oh, my. Only with, oh. one with a PhD in cheeseology. The student, oh, that's a good one. student is black and her husband's pink can't satisfy her white, oh. white, eight mile cheddar, notes on scandal, Kate Blanchett, uh, feet out the window while driving with cheese white. Ah. Mary Kay Letourneau, uh, white, that's the second time that's happened in as many shows. Whiter than Joanna Moffat standing outside in Chicago snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> White inner city charter school teacher and the correct answer is white lady. She was yeah. fucking that student, man. Um, all right. Here's another guess the race article. I don't understand that. Like, oh, sorry. I shouldn't talk over the article. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I just don't understand. Like, there, there are younger men who are old enough that are not. Yes. And they can take you out for drinks. And she wasn't even married. Right? She's 40, right? Uh, I forget what her age was, but you know what's funny about that story? She's not even married. Yeah, she's 40. She's not even married. Like, it's like, normally it's like, oh, it's bad because he's fucking his kid, but also because you're cheating on your husband or something. Like, she's just a single 40 year old woman. Like, you can find an 18 year old to throw some dick in you. It's really nothing. Yes, you can. I mean, you can find a man of any age to throw some dick in you, but I'm just saying. it's really nothing. Like I, I wonder if it's I, part of me wonders if uh, it's the psychology of kind of being someone's first thing, like where someone at that age yeah, is so inexperienced that they're gonna end up kind of worshiping you and having these deep feelings for you. But they're just a young ass little motherfucker that hasn't experienced life, so this is the best thing that's well, ever happened to them. You know. But I've dated younger men, you know, who are age appropriate, mm-hmm. and um, I. There is an element of that still in a younger man, you know, like, but, you know, you, you can date one that's like, let's say 25 to 30 lady. (laughs) They're still going to be like, I think, wow, this is a hot older woman. Not like, yeah, not like, you know, put you in jail. (laughs) Yeah. I I think for these people, they're chasing a specific type of like, this will be the peak of that feeling. Like you haven't experienced any life. So 
getting your first pussy at 16 or getting it from some older woman who's out doing these young chicks at that age it's just gonna be so mind-blowing that your dumb ass don't know that you ain't really in love or nothing you just got some pussy at 16 you probably shouldn't have been getting um all right okay. next article What kind of news article is this? Hi, this is Jim Jagger for Tactical Response, and I'm uh, I'm kind of mad right now. I uh, mm-hmm. I just got... Uh, this is the CEO of a weapons training company called Tactical Response, so here we go. A uh, news update. Uh, today is the, uh, the, the 9th of January, 2013, that uh, Pre- Vice President Biden is asking the president to bypass Congress uh, and use executive privilege, executive order to uh, ban assault rifles, to, uh, to, in, 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 to impose stricter gun control. Fuck that. It, I'm telling you, it's going to spark us in the Oh, that was, uh, that was heartfelt. Oh, that was serious. Oh, man. And I'll be glad to fire the first shot. I'm not putting up with it. Hold on. It, I'm telling you that if that happens, it's going to spark a civil war, and I'll be glad to fire the first shot. I'm not putting up with it. You shouldn't put up with it. And I need all you patriots to start thinking about what you're going to do. Load your damn mags. Make sure your rifle's clean. Pack a backpack with some food in it and get ready to fight. I'm not fucking putting up with this. I am not letting my country be ruled by a dictator. I'm not letting anybody take my guns. If it goes one inch further, I'm going to start killing people. Um, um, wow. Isn't that the point of taking away the fucking guns is so that people don't die anymore? Yeah, I like, I like that he makes the point for everyone. <laughs> it was like, it was like, the, if people, like, even people with guns, like Mr. Spann and some of the gun advocates we, we know that, that listen to the show have to be listening to people like this. Like, no, no, uh, not, no, no, you, you shut up. You, no, not you. You know, we you don't know, need your opinion. I, I bet you people that own guns feel like him about how people feel like about their own race with guests to race. They go, no, please don't be a gun owner. Please don't be a gun owner. Shit, he's a gun owner. Yeah, so he gonna start killing people. Guess the race. It's like, um, I was talking with these, these women yesterday. We're talking about the senators who were saying stuff like, like rape, um, didn't, you know, there's a way for a woman's body to shut down during rape or something. Like all this shit that they say. And it's like, where are the people being like, don't say that? Yeah. Like, people are gonna think you're fucking crazy. Like, don't say that. <laughs> so, Joanna, guess the race of the Mr. I'm gonna kill some people. Oh my god. Um, I can't, I can't even say what I want to say. It's like the man that I avoid in the store, white. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, look, y'all guys guessed a lot, so it's got to skip it. So I'm going to read the ones I can. Uh, crazy white man, rapists of Latin America. For real, come on, son. White. Stephen Richards from Belmont, South Carolina. <laughs> One who looks around before saying nigger. Come on, buddy, white. Christmas addict slave owner, crazy white man, one who likes Stevie Wonder because he can't see color as well. Alex Jones, disciple, Caucasian, a.k.a. glad I'm on the other side of this border. White, stupid white man, Gomer Powell, Cheddar Boy, writer of Encyclopedia, Bree Tanica, that's good, Ah! tries to to make a cheese shooting gun, NRA member who uses cheese bullets to shoot rowdy negras. And tobacco chewing white hood wearing roll with, with their own cigarettes coon hater. The correct answer is white. And it's definitely a white man. You on the roll. You two for two, girl. I really enjoyed his fuck that. Oh, that was <laughs> heartfelt. That was really good. 
I like that he basically threatened to uh, attack the president and vice president. Yeah. Like, he was like, he was like, I'll be right at the forefront with my gun. I'll fire the vice first president bullet. Biden, I'll fire. I'll fire the It'll go one inch further. I will fire the first bullet. God Bodies will go down. All right. Here's the next guest to race. Oh, what happened to the sound? Hold up. You know, the other thing that makes me crazy is that, like, he's basically threatening, like, civil civil war for, like, it, he's, like, calling all this stuff and calling himself a patriot. Like, he's not, yeah. he's not, like... I'm a patriot. I want to take over the country. I'm going to take down the government. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that way that these conservatives and Tea Party people define patriotism as... Uh, anyone who's willing to kill the president to to do whatever the fuck they want to do, it's like that's not really patriotism. But okay, you know, I guess it's a free free speech and all that. But I don't know. All right, next guest to race. Instead, he wound up arrested. He said he had a gun. He didn't, but it still caused a big scare at Salina Elementary School. Now some parents are unhappy with the school's handling of the incident. CBS 11's Brian New is live at the school with our mobile 11 technology. Brian. Robot 11 technology. Karen mm-hmm. Miller, according to the school, walked up to a school greeter Wednesday morning right around this area and told her, I'm a gunman and my target is inside. He then went into the main office, pointed at one person and said, you're dead, pointed at another and said, you're dead, then left, leaving parents here tonight wanting answers from the school. What? If 44-year-old Ron Miller's what? goal was to make a point... He did that. Yeah, Ron Miller is trying to make a point to test the security by, you know, walking into the school saying he's a gunman. One time the security guard came up to me at a mall while I was like, and I was like in North Carolina, I think, and took the money that I had in my hands out of my hand to show me that somebody could just steal it from me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. <laughs> It's like I don't think that's your job, sir. Just I was uh, like, this is not, this is not the way. To, I was like, do you have another security guard that I can like tell about you taking <laughs> right. my money from me? I need that's a true. I need a super <laughs> security guard. I need to go one level above your ass. Um, who's your manager? All right, let me get back to this article. I'm very angry. And um, much more. Our kids could have easily been killed over there. As a parent of a second grader, Diana Wilson says she doesn't agree with how Miller went about it. But in a way, she says, she's glad he did it. And I think what he did was a wake-up call for them, but they didn't handle it how they should have. He exposed to us some, some weaknesses that we have. The superintendent, Donnie O'Dell, says the greeter Miller first approached should have warned the office, and someone should have called 911. Human mistakes. Because in Salina, Texas, it's not going to happen. That's an attitude parent Rico Neely says needs to change. It's scary for someone to be able to enter a school system knowing that the outcome could be tragic. Police arrested Miller for making a terroristic threat. but it's- By the way, you know this is Texas because nobody yet has went, that motherfucker crazy. Everybody like, it's just sad that the school didn't have someone that would shoot his ass already. It's like, like Texas is so different. <laughs> they like, everybody got a gun. My best friend lives in Texas, and she posted on Facebook the other day, like, um, I feel really bad when solicitors come and I turn them away, you know, like ask to clean something or do some yard work or whatever. What do you guys do? And, like, people responded, and I was just like, you know, just tell them to go away and not come back. And 
the next guy wrote, the next guy wrote, you come to the door with your rifle and you make sure that they know they're not wanted. And I was like, ha 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 ha, you live in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Only Texas, dog. That's that Texas shit. It's parents tonight who are charging the school district to make changes. And Superintendent Odell says changes will be made. So, all right, here's the thing. They didn't call 911. That's fucked up. Um, yes. That, and they that, thanked him. Yeah, that, no, 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 no. Not calling 911 is the only part of that that's fucked up. Part two, uh, I don't want my schools to be like uh, a person can't walk in them proof. You know what I mean? Like, if, if someone's just coming like to see their son, their parent at the school, and they walk in, I don't need drunk guns drawn on them, you know, but yeah, there should be security or something, though. Someone's yeah, that, to report to. Right. Some level of security. Yes, you want to call the police, maybe even an officer on campus somewhere. But I don't want like there's a level where after the Newtown shooting, people really want like a police state over these schools. Yes. And, and that's not going to happen. Unfortunately, uh here's the thing that nobody wants to say you're just gonna have to live with the idea that your kid might leave school leave home that day and get shot by some random crazy person because random crazy people are randomly crazy and there's really nothing you can do about yeah. it it's, it's no rhyme it's, it's no sad reason. it's sad and, and wait so do your schools systems not have security guards no we do a lot of them do mm-hmm. but it's just the the point being in this one case Somebody, the parent said he was going to go test the system. And my only problem I have with them is that they didn't call 911 since he was saying he was a gunman. They didn't know what he was there for. That's my only issue is that they didn't call 911. Other than that, uh, I don't know the people going, well, see, they have security flaws and we need to do like, no, if someone wants your kid dead, they'd be dead at that point. Whether you had, whether they called 911 or not, uh, if someone, can just walks into the school and starts shooting. There's really not much you can do, unfortunately. Right. Not not, so. not at all. And, and my thing is, uh, the problem that I have is that everybody talks about how they want police officers in every school and all that stuff. You know what's going to go up? Your fucking taxes that you're constantly complaining about to cover all these extra uh. officers that are at the school. So you can't fucking have it both ways. You can't be like, I want an officer every school, but no, don't fucking raise my taxes. No, it don't work like that. Yeah, so guess the race of the father, though. So we can kind of move to the next guess the race. We're running out of time. Uh, which, which father? The one who called, walked into the oh, school. Oh, the, the and, one who walked yeah. in? Oh, God, definitely white. All right. Chat, chat, uh, the chat room says, slave ship captain, the whitest of white men. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Praise for exercising privilege, white. The people are grateful for the service. Gouda cheese, white. One who loved jacking off to Ava Devine until she started fucking those black crows. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Worship at an altar of white Jesus crying nacho cheese, white. One who you never see playing <laughs> cornerback in the NFL. Fucking around in Texas and didn't get shot. He white. Calvin Candy White. This father walked in and out and was thanked Calvin J. Candy White. And he has a friend who sells propane and propane accessories. King, <laughs> King of the Hill, Hill. shout out. I'm about to say uh, yes. That was awesome. Yeah, he's def- he was a white man. That was ridiculous, by the way. Good grief. Um, speaking of I guns. Can't, I oh. can't believe that that guy just thought that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that he should be thanked. A 19-year-old woman accidentally shot her brother while posing with a gun for her Facebook photo on New Year's Eve. Oh, damn. Manuel. (laughs) What a way to start the new year. 
Manuel Ortiz died instantly after being shot in the head at about 6 a.m. Monday morning. Family and friends wept as his body was carried from his apartment in Phoenix, Arizona, where the shooting took place. Police said 22-year-old Ortiz and his sister, Savannah Ramirez, arrived back at home at the home they shared on New Year's Eve after spending the night drinking. So, you're spending the night drinking. Time to play with some guns. Am I right, guys? Uh, Right. There were other, there were two other people with uh, there were two other people when someone in the group pulled out a handgun to take photos with. As a 19 year old posed and played around with the weapon, it went off striking Ortiz in the head. Uh, he was pronounced dead at the scene. It's not known if the group knew the handgun was loaded. Police say she has been questioned and released pending further investigation of the case. By the way, this would be the perfect way to murder someone. By the way. Uh, Phoenix Police Sergeant Steve Marto said the victim's sister would be charged with manslaughter if the test concluded that she had alcohol in her system. Uh, every New Year's Eve, this particular sister is going to be thinking about this for the rest of her life on how drinking overnight, playing with a gun, and now, uh, and every day for the rest of her life. I right. Just New Year's Eve. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, playing with a gun and now shoots and kills her brother, says Phoenix Police Sergeant Steve Martos. Friends said the shooting was a terrible accident. One friend who wanted who wanted to remain anonymous said she wanted to remember Ortiz as a kind, funny guy that he was. He was a very close friend to everybody. He was just always there, and it's sad because one second he's here and the one other he's not. Every time he saw somebody sad or or down he would be right there making jokes so you could be happy even if he was just having a hard time and he was he was always there for someone whoa what an ironic way to die then yeah haha you did all right guess the race of mr ortiz well actually his sister mrs ramirez that shot him um hispanic all right let's check the chat room Obviously. <laughs> Starting at the end, uh, I missed some. I had to uh, go with the ones I can see. Towel for my back, please. Oh. <laughs> one with water constantly running down their back. One who leans like a cholo. One of Shoddy Lowe's baby mamas. Okay. Oi, por- Porco, you ever got your shit pushed in essay? Oh, that quote from uh, <laughs> Training Day. Um, who are you trying to get crazy with essay? Don't you know I'm loco? <laughs> <laughs> Niagara Falls on the spine, Latino Ortiz, you dro- you trolling? Uh, one who cuts my lawn for twenty bucks and knows how to get the hookup on some fresh oranges. Lawn care expert, one whose posterior is a constant state of saturation. Water sided, wait, water slide back niggers. Okay, oh, one who welcomes in the new year with the mariachi man, tequila and pistol, Latina. One who hates locked doors. By the way, this is always my favorite part of the show, where if someone's white and they're listening for the first time, they go, "Man, they've been really hard on white people with these guesses." And then so, uh, the Latino right. or happens, <laughs> it's like, "God damn, they even worse on themselves." Yeah. Uh, anyway, the correct answer is Latino. Latino was the right answer. Um, I just feel like that's a really good way to be like, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't have guns in the home. Maybe, yeah. Just maybe. Like, I like that we covered a bunch of gun articles, and then the one we end with is, and then I shot my brother fucking around on Facebook. Like, okay, maybe uh, maybe the gun thing is a little, you it's know. It's just like, it, I don't know, guns kill people, and that's, that's what they do. That's what they're made for. Yeah. So... It's like if cars were not even made to go places just to kill people. It's like we would be like, uh, be careful getting your license, right? Um, a malicious wound and a 40-year-old man reported he was attacked by someone with a sword while he was at his apartment. 
<laughs> just wow. after 1 a.m. Friday, he said he was just outside his apartment when a man struck him in the left shin with a sword. Oh, what a place to get struck with a sword. That's like right at the bone. The man sustained a large gash to his left shin and he was transferred to a local hospital for treatment. No wow. guess the race on that. Just put these fucking Painful. swords away, people. Yeah. Um, see if we can do a couple more guest arrays before we get out of here. I know we're getting to that time. Um, this is just a crazy story. Um, this boyfriend got charged with homicide. Um, just trying to, I, this is one of those situations when you're like, there had to be some a easier way to deal with this, right? Um, in the weeks before her death, 17 year old Samantha Heller told friends and family that she was pregnant. She even hinted that the baby didn't belong to Ben Klinger, her longtime on again, off again boyfriend. At uh, seventeen, he was nineteen. She was seventeen. She had a long time. Long oh time yeah, yeah, yeah. At seventeen, she had a long time on again, off again boyfriend. Oh my. Okay. Klinger, 19, came to hear of those revelations, and documents indicate the pregnancy perhaps was his motive to kill Heller. On December 4th, police alleged Klinger intentionally crashed his car on Route 283 in Raffo Township with the aim of killing McCaskey High School, the McCaskey High School senior. When the crash didn't stop Keller's breathing, Klinger did, did by sitting on her head and torso. <gasps> oh my god, so he basically purposely caused a car wreck to try to kill her and then she kept she didn't die so then he tried to choke her to death with his his ass, ass. oh <laughs> shit mm-hmm. ass death. i should not be laughing tell me how my ass tastes indeed shack who is Leg this Caster. officer mcassie from that cartoon <laughs> assy mcgee no oh. officer mctank <laughs> mcassie i can't remember his name <laughs> Oh my god. Couldn't I messed that one up bad. Remember. I couldn't remember his name. His name. There you go. Alright. Um <laughs> So on uh uh on the, yeah, so he sat on her face and torso, her head and torso to, to smother her basically with his ass. Um the district judge said Thursday that an autopsy revealed Heller wasn't even pregnant. <gasps> so she had been lying about her pregnancy and uh he this dude decided to kill her because he thought she was pregnant without not with his baby anyway crazy just a crazy motherfucker um also thursday stedman said the first degree murder conviction will be sought um against Klinger. Mm-hmm. where did this happen again where i'm not sure um does it say the state because i'm bet they're looking for a uh, capital punishment That's uh, why they usually say that shit i don't know elizabethtown I don't know, uh, Lancaster. It doesn't really say what state. West Virginia. And, and the sad part, her being 17 young and dumb cost her her life. Yeah, well, I think a crazy motherfucker cost her her life. But I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he killed her now. Yeah, lying about being pregnant is stupid. Yes, anyway, it is. But, I mean, just the idea that no one could possibly could perceive that someone's going to kill you for saying you might be pregnant. Like, just, wow. Just It's just, just fucked up. It um, is. Klinger told emergency personnel after the crash that he had Hella laid down in the back seat, unbelted because she was pregnant and more comfortable while traveling. Uh, Klinger lied about that. Evidence showed Hella was in the front seat at the time of the crash. Of course, the bruises from the 
seatbelt will show. In the, in the airbags right. and everything else. Come on, dog. In the affidavit, Klinger is portrayed as a jealous, controlling, abusive partner to Heller. Investigators acknowledged to believe pregnancy as a possible motive, but didn't elaborate, nor did they reveal specifics about what Klinger and Heller discussed in the car. If they are known, before Klinger veered into a guardrail at speeds of more than 100 miles per hour. Oh, my God, he was flying. That's overkill. He was um, trying to kill himself, too. By the way, shout out to cars. They both were alive after that shit. Fuck. I'm trying what to tell you. Uh, what what were they riding? Yeah. What kind of car? I don't, did it say what kind of car? No, nah, I don't say. But okay. yeah, crashing into some 100 miles an hour and people survive. Yeah. Um, on Friday, Klinger became the first person in Lancaster County to be charged with straight homicide for a vehicle crash related death. And Stedman says the plan is to prosecute for first degree murder. So guess the race of Mr. Klinger. And he really was clingy, I guess. Oh, he's white. White. All right. Let's check the chat room. He lives in the mountains. (laughs) I listen to mountains. One who lets their dog eat at the dinner table with the family. One who will turn down nice titties for the dream of meth pussy. Catfish white. Haynes V-neck. If I can't have you, no one can. Crazy lifetime American cheese white. Forrest Gump white. <laughs> white people, white, black people are not tearing up cars no matter how mad they are. Meth head white, stand white, fish belly dog fucker, one who works on MLK Day, old dude from Death Proof, one who didn't know how to Tokyo Drift in a Mustang, white. Correct answer is ah! white. Also, I wonder if one day in real life I'm going to fuck up with these guests to race because I'm so desensitized to racism. Like, someone's going to really get, be in my face and get away with some serious racism. I'm just going to be like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, you cool up, monkey nigger? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. I guess I am. Yeah, no. Well, in that case, like, that just takes away the fire from them anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. It's like, I'll leave, they'll leave and people be like, you let them say that? I'm like, what? That was funny. Oh, I should have been mad. I should have been mad. <laughs> should have been mad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I said about a bad for me. All right. Let's do the last story. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, man. Some They all have to come to an end at some point. It's this, been like three hours, and I'm like, man, the time has gone so fast. It did. I know, right? <laughs> this dude started his new year in jail. Uh-oh. Denny. <laughs> started off right. Denny Noah is accused of reaching into a car stopped at a traffic light on Stock Island and then punching the woman driver in her eye before fleeing the scene on New Year's Eve. Damn. <laughs> now that dude hates bitches. See? Did he poke her in the eye and say, bitch? All right, you see the difference? <laughs> While a responding deputy gathered in, uh, gathered, oh, wow. uh, gathered information from the driver, he heard a report over his radio about a man lying in a nearby roadway close to the Key Haven boat ramp, according to the report. When another deputy responded, he reported seeing a naked man on the ground and two other men struggling with him, trying to put him in the trunk of a car. Damn! The naked man turned out to be Denny Noah, 24. The other two dudes were his brothers. Noah's shorts were found nearby. The deputies helped him put them back on. Uh, the deputy, the female driver, wait, hold on, wait, the naked man. What in the hell was going on? Yes! He had to be high or something. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Wrestling with a man, butt naked. Or he was going through like the de- what do you call it the, when they like they haven't had drugs and they need them yes like, yeah DDTs or whatever uh, yeah the like, DDTs Ugh. the female driver who had been punched along with another witness w- wait uh, 
were brought to the scene. Oh, I thought they were going to say he punched two people. I was like, wait a minute. They didn't mention that at all. No. <laughs> uh, the female driver who had been punched along with another witness were there to the, were brought to the scene and identified Noah as the man who had been involved in the earlier a- incident. Noah refused commands. A deputy tried to handcuff him and threatened to find both deputies when he was released from jail and kill them. He was taken to jail where he reported kept fighting, <laughs> kicking one deputy in the kneecap. The corrections. Oh the, shit! Yeah, corrections deputies had to place him in a restraint chair for his safety as well as his own, for their safety as well as his own. Noah well, was charged with heroin shit. You guys, it's like heroin it's or, coke or some shit. That's Meth, like bath salt. Yeah. Noah was, oh my god, I always forget about those. Noah was charged with battery assault and battery on a law enforcement officer making threats to law enforcement officer resisting arrest with violence, resisting arrest without violence. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you got, you got, got him for both. both I feel like you should trump those into one charge, but okay. So, uh, guess the race of Denny Noah, um, dude that likes to fight oh, the cops. Denny Noah sounds like a white dude name. All right, sure. Check the chat room. And, and then, the whole thing, like, the whole time I'm picturing this, like, skinny-ass white dude, like, running around doing all this crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny to me. I don't think... <laughs> the chat room says, Blackie Chan, angry R&B singer. Oh, my. I don't oh. know if that's white or black. There's a lot of R&B singers. One who goes G on G+, one who goes on Google Plus to pop shit while wearing a luchador mask, holding a WWE championship and hugging a Smurf, a soft C eight bit bitch ass nigga. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Still alive after assaulting police, white coonery, crackhead coon. Too many charges listed. Black. One who will come over to your house, enjoy your free Kool Aid, and then send you to a, a, a page letter telling you to improve it. Black. <laughs> while they didn't be white, they didn't beat his ass. Uh, Chris Brown Black, uh, <laughs> fault uh. cops and a gun wasn't planted, white, and then H2O Kev just says nigger. Correct answer is white. It was a yeah. white man, y'all. Uh, you have been 100% today, lady. Yeah, man. Yeah. No. I, I mean, crazy. Black person would name their child Denny. Let's this is a good point. You know, I'm, I'm gonna do one more, see if we can get her up, scoop her up, man, see if we can trip oh, her up. Come on, guys. Last one. <laughs> what apparently began with repeated requests to engage in a menage a trois ended after a baseball bat came out and a sheriff's deputy was called. Oh shit! Um, Robert Briley, forty-four, was arrested on aggravated assault charge following December sixteenth incident that involved Briley's forty-year-old wife and a man identified as his thirty-seven-year-old friend. A deputy about so this is already this is a bad path. It's, it's two dicks, one chick. Uh, I like that when ah! you said friend. Yeah, no one's that friendly. Uh, a deputy about three fifty-five a.m. went to the address in Vero Beach and spoke to Broly's thirty-seven-year-old friend. He said Broly wanted him to have sex with Broly's wife. Um, Broly, he said, repeatedly asked him to participate in a threesome with his wife and him all day long. I mean, at what point? Do, is, do you just take the hand that the guy saying no? You know? Hey, man, fuck my wife, hey, man. all day long. Yeah, like, hey, no, man. got shit else to no. do? No, 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 baby. They asked him to do it all day oh, long. Oh, they asked not, him. Okay. Not, not actually performed. Okay. Yeah. But still, yeah, I like the man. idea. I mean, if you had the option between doing something and having sex, wouldn't you choose sex every time? Just about. So if he's saying no, yeah. leave him alone. Yeah. Like, how yeah. many no's is enough, dude? Yeah. Anyway, no means no. The, uh, three for me and two, y'all. For me and two. Yeah. Um, 
but uh fed up with constant requests to have sex with Briley's wife the 37 year old man said he told Briley he'd take Briley's wife to his room for love making also known as sexual congress intercourse coitus fornication copulation procreation nookie cohabitation and mating uh this our news writer has jokes that <laughs> ah, yes they do <laughs> i was like are you making that up on the spot because that's pretty good uh, yeah, I wish that the man said is when Brawley got irate and swung a bat at him a couple of times. So I guess this is what's weird about this threesome. He was like, I want you to fuck my wife, but I need to be in the room and involved in it. And so the dude was like, no, I won't fuck your wife. I don't want to do a threesome. He's like, I will take your wife to my room and fuck her. And then he was like, okay, wait a minute. I don't like this. And came in with a bat. Uh, meanwhile, Brawley's wife said, Brawley said his friend had been drinking all day and he, she said her husband wanted her to fillet him and have sex with his friend. So she, he was like, suck my dick while my man hits it from the back or whatever. Cause I need another dude involved in this. Oh my God. She said, Brawley asked his friend to touch her vagina, but the friend refused. <laughs> Go and grab my wife's pussy. No, man. I'm good. I'm okay. Please don't grab it. You insulting me now. I'm intimidated by vibrators, but I like you being here, sir. I invite you over to watch the game, and I let you I, I try let to... Let you fuck my wife? Come on. Yeah. I try this to offer you me? some of my sweet wife's pussy, and here you go. Insulting me. And he's me. like, best friends do everything together. Right. <laughs> I thought we were BFFs for life. Look at you. For wife. <laughs> yeah, BFFs for wife. <laughs> um... So, yeah, she said her husband swung a bat at his friend after the friend indicated that he'd take Riley's wife to the room and have sex with her. Riley said he'd been thinking with his, drinking with his friend but denied swinging the bat or hitting his friend. Uh, he was arrested and taken to jail. The report didn't indicate whether the three had a threesome. Probably not. I'm assuming once a bat comes out, right? This ain't Belladonna. Um, all right, guys, guess the race of Mr. Briley. Oh, the friends or the the dad, dude, the, who, husband? the husband who got taken to jail for swinging a bat at the friend. Oh, definitely white. All right, let's check the chat room. Cheese eater who performs, who prefers his man dingoes to fight his wife's pussy instead of fighting each other. Wow. <laughs> One who enjoys a dollop of cottage cheese over their toast for breakfast while watching cockold porn. Caucasoid cockold connection, <laughs> all with K's. <laughs> When cockolding goes wrong, white white couple friend was black because the husband was into that sort of thing. You expect me to believe black people play baseball? Nope, white. <laughs> Joe Pesci white. I like that angle, by the way, whoever said that. Uh, the one in the for- corner crying in cuckold porn. Meet oh. people who isn't in the cuckolding but doesn't know any black dudes. Uh, cheese eater that shares too much and mayonnaise. Correct answer is No oh, mayonnaise. <laughs> Correct answer is white. And uh, Joanna got them all. Um, yes, she got 100%. Well, it's been another Blackout Tips, man. Make sure you guys... <laughs> Check out uh, jo- Joanna uh, on Twitter. She's uh, Joanna Moffitt. Of course, it'll be in the show notes. Check out her blog, uh, Joanna Moffitt, summer08.blogspot.com. <laughs> Just keeping that 08 dream alive, y'all. Keeping it going. Um, you are Also, you know, of course, we had a sponsor, Shadow Dog Productions. Don't forget to check them out. Uh, in the Goodbye is the name of uh, the short film that they have out there starring Alexa Yeans and Vanelle. Uh, it's really good. Karen and I have seen it. Um, and it's one of those ones where you want to watch it twice because the second time you get more. Yes, you do. Um, and, so, uh, can I just say that Pound Betty is going to come out soon, too, and Alexa's in that, and I'm in that, too. So. What, what's the name of it? 
Found Betty. Found oh, Found Betty. Betty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, make sure you guys check that out too, man. Joanna's in it, man. So, um, so you can check out my assets for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I know a lot of you guys have been listening. Like, what, what they called her attractive. They she's talking about going to Chicago, getting hit on. Now you guys can see why. That's what I'm saying. Um, so make sure you guys check that out, man. Um, you can also, uh, of course, go to adamandeve.com, use code TBGWT, get 50% off of one item, three free DVDs, a free central gift, and free shipping. Buy your girl a Hitachi, man. Show her that you're not scared. Um, and, uh, also, uh, you know, theblackoutist.com, the about section is contact info. Five star reviews, emails, all that shit. You guys know how to do it. If you want to threaten my life, Facebook page, Google Plus, uh, Twitter. There's a oh, lot of Lord. places where you can threaten to toss me up if, uh, if I disrespect someone in your presence. Uh, <laughs> feel free to do that. Feel free to do that. Uh, it's all, it's only going on your police report, not mine. Um, all right, man. Until next time. I love you. You too, Harry. Mwah. Let's describe a certain penis. Let's describe a certain penis. Let's describe a certain penis. Bitch, you know my name and the company I own. You like my style and you smell my cologne. Don't try to act like my track record ain't known. You probably got a couple CDs in your home. Don't make me say it twice, you acting all uptight. Or a sedity like, 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 you ain't a, I ain't no ball player. You ain't gonna get pregnant and get hit off with paper. You gonna get hit off and slid off for the neighbors. Take off to go to work, so just take off your shirt. Don't hit me with that church shit. I got a sister who'll school me too. Shit, you chicken zoo, tricking fools. Got a whole Robin Givens crew that I kick it to. They be hipping dudes, how you chickens move? I be listening too. Don't make me say it thrice, you acting all uptight Or oh, sedity like, like You ain't a, you ain't no better Cause you don't be fucking rappers You only fucking with actors You still getting fucked backwards Unless you fuck a dude on his own merit And not the way he dribble a ball or draw lyrics You're a No my, you're a That's real Bitches get what they deserve Sisters work hard, bitches work your nerves Sisters hold you down, bitches hold you up Sisters help you progress, bitches will slow you up Sisters cook up a meal, play their role with the kids Bitches in the street with their nose in your biz Sisters tell the truth, bitches tell lies Sisters drive cars, bitches wanna ride Sisters give up the ass, bitches give up the ass Sisters do it slow, bitches do it fast Sisters do their dirt outside of where they live Bitches have niggas all up in your crib Sisters tell you quick, you better check your homie Bitches don't give a fuck, they wanna check for your homie Sisters love Jay, cause they know how home is I love my sisters, I don't love no bitch